2: Breaking sports news when it happens on The Fan, Ohio's sports destination.
1: Rise and grind, ladies and gentlemen. It's about to get. Time to attack and dominate. This is Morning Juice with Brandon Beam and Bobby Carpenter.
3: And here we go on a Thursday, attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every single weekday morning, right here on the fan. Brandon Beam, the general, Bobby Carpenter, and of course our fearless leader and producer, Mark the Shark. Carp, great to talk to you here on a Thursday, man. What's happening?
4: Oh goodness! I mean, it's March eighteenth, Beam. So it's the day after St. Patty's Day. You know, you wake up today. How you feeling? Depends on what you did yesterday. Maybe what you ingested, both mm-hmm. um, liquid and solids, at that point. Maybe the int- the intervals in which they were you know consumed as well. And what time you got to bed last night? But uh, I'm feeling all right. You know, it was a little rough getting out of bed. Kind of sweaty this morning when I woke up. But feeling all right, man. Excited here as we. Kind of plow ahead and one day away from the start of March Madness, so it's uh, pretty exciting. Got to get all my brackets filled out, and you know, we got the Lions Den Bracket Challenge we got going here, mm-hmm. so I've got to get them all done. I've got a couple different ones on variety variety of platforms, and I'm I'm someone being I like to do one bracket. So uh, me
3: too, I'm with you on that.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna have to like actually write it out so I can make sure I'm online and my picks are all the same. Because in the past, I've there's been ones where I've been like 50-50, and not trying to hedge my bets, I've just accidentally picked the wrong team right. at certain times. So, <laughs> like, oh, I won this, but I lost it here. Why did I pick that guy? I because I, I was fifty-fifty, and the other time. I must have just forgot that and talked myself into it using the other half of information that I liked.
3: Yeah, I'll be anxious to uh, I'd be anxious to hear people's strategies as we get into, you know, March Madness. And like growing up, I mean, you know, you'd have so many friends, Bob, who were running different like brackets and like everything and you know, I really feel like, you know, obviously nobody can predict the NCAA tournament. That's why they call it March Madness. But, you know, when when you were growing up, man, I mean, you're filling out 10, 12 brackets and like I used to do mine all day. Different, different winners, different losers, all these different things. Final fours are different all across the board. Uh, and so, you know, as I've as I've gotten older, and hopefully, I mean, just a little bit wiser, you know, than when I was 15 years old, just a little, but not a whole lot. Uh, you know, I've I've just decided to go your route as well. Like one one tournament bracket, and then we're gonna be good to go from there. All of mine are gonna be the same, the exact way that I lay them out on one. That'll be the same uh, as it is on the second and third but yeah my like actual bracket play and like the stuff that i've gotten into in march madness has significantly decreased with the age like i'm just like ah just you know i'll do one like meredith and i always do one for fun you know just to have bragging rights around the house and i think my dad is in one and then our uh yeah our lion's den tournament challenge like that's those are really the only ones that i've kind of got going i know some people man will do like 25 30 bracket pools like all that stuff but yeah just uh just a few for me, but I tell you what, man, with the fact that you bringing up the NCAA tournament, we got play-in games today, and hear this sweet, sweet sound. Hit it, Shark. Yes.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, How good is that? I mean, just let it take over you, all right? I did some research. little I think Hembo would be proud. 700 days since the last NCAA tournament game. The last one that you saw, Bob, was the title game in 2019. April 8th of 2019 was the last time you saw an NCAA tournament game, and that was the NCAA finals between the Virginia Cavaliers and the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. Here we are. We didn't have it last year. We know it got pulled away from us. Today, the play-in games, you got a couple at Assembly Hall, you got a couple at Mackey. Heck, you even got one with 27 Final Four combined appearances tonight between UCLA and Michigan State. I mean, just let it rain over you, General. How great is this? March Madness is back.
4: Oh no, it's uh it's exciting, man. So ready to ready to get going here, ready to crack and beam. You mentioned you know the different brackets. I mean, you know, do you partake in any of the other NCAA stuff? Survivor pools. Uh, fantasy, like fantasy teams within the brackets, you know, and all the different stuff that I always used to hear, Rothman. Uh, get involved in? Do you partake in any of that?
3: So I partook in them uh, for a few years here. The player pool is what you're talking Scotty about. Scotty
4: Vegas pulled you in.
3: Yeah, exactly. And so the player pool is great. I just, um, you know, I was I was out of it this year. I'm like, no, I just I have no clue. Like I've watched the Big Ten, Carp, and other than that, like I'm like I haven't really watched any of like, Big Twelve, SEC, ACC ball. And I just uh, I couldn't bring myself because I, you can get buried in that thing quickly. So I don't know what they're doing. So basically, what you do uh, if you aren't familiar with what the general is is talking about so you pick 10 players in the NCAA tournament who you think is are going to do good and so you get the the amount of points that you get are the points that they get so like take for example Dwayne Washington right like number two line so you only get the points when they play in the game so if they get eliminated Bob then you're done with their points so like the kid for you know Oral Roberts right who's averaging 25 points a game like yeah that would be a great pick because you have to pick one player below a 12 seed on a team. So uh, it is quite the situation. Do you go with high-scoring high scoring players on like middle seed lines, or do you go with maybe a bench player on a high seed line to think that they can get more games? So there's a whole lot of strategy in that. I did not get involved in that. I'm not in a survivor pool. I'm just going to do a couple of brackets and really just take it all in. So I'm not in it this year. I do like to do it. I just haven't watched enough college basketball for me to feel comfortable because at the end of the day, I could have lost. Like five hundred dollars. you get buried quickly in that thing.
4: Yeah, but I mean you could have got together with your guy Timmy Hall. He would have enjoyed, I think, Beam being, being your tutor, shepherding you through mm-hmm. this time, giving you all the information. You know, it could have been a little bit like oh, I can't think of her last name. Veronica Storenstein, maybe? Whoever you know, like in Billy Madison where she's Veronica Vaughn. Him- Veronica Vaughn, that tutoring Veronica him Vaughn. out in the tent, you know, I mean, that could be it. You know, Magna what was Carta's the year success? of
3: the Spanish Armada? <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean, and then you know, maybe he turns into Chris Farley there at the end. But, I mean, it could have been you and Tim Hall in the same way. Running through all those, uh, all those rosters, talking about the matchups, who had to opt out, you know, who had to miss games because of COVID. That's why their numbers might be down. I mean, there's a lot of different, and that's the other thing this year is you can't even look at stats because there's no true statistics because you have no idea. Is this guy hurt? Do you have COVID? I mean, what was going with the on What's our COVID
3: protocols in the actual NCAA tournament? Like, if a no team drops out, do I get to pick another person? What, what's happening here? Yeah, I just, there were too many, too many things for me going on. So I, I opted out of that general this year. I'll probably be back in it next year.
4: Okay, fair enough. Um, and with that being said, how was your, uh, how was your yesterday?
3: It was, uh, it was pretty good, man. It was pretty low key. I will say this, uh, you know, got done with the show. I'm current, I'm currently, uh, battling a bird problem at my house, carp. So we have what, this what nice. What does that mean, Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll, I'll explain problem. to you. So, like, you may hear me during the show, like, yell at a bird. So we have where no, I'm doing shoo, where bird shoe yeah where I'm doing the show at it's you know just right in our living room, and so you can hear Meredith cooking breakfast at like six thirty six forty before she gets ready to walk out the door, maybe a sneeze here and there you heard probably heard one yesterday uh and so there's like this nice little like awning that we have over our back door where we come in and out, and so uh a bird has decided like I don't know what they are like I think they're red belly finches, I think is uh they had a nice Whoa. little red belly, they're beautiful Look at birds. You. yeah the, you The b-
4: beam the birder.
3: I haven't been doing a whole lot this year, Bob. So I've just been, uh, you know, really looking out my window with binoculars, seeing the wildlife in the beautiful northern part of Clintonville. Uh, so there, some birds have tried to like build a nest for multiple days in a row underneath yep. our awning. And so, I mean, it's it's like a fight of the titans, Bob. I mean, I go out there once a day, I clean out the nest, and you know, I put it away and I look at these birds and I'm like, "Man, just build your nest somewhere else." And so, it's an eternal struggle. I dealt with that yesterday, you know. I mean, it was like three times. I went out to lunch. Gulliver's back in Columbus, so I uh, I got to see him yesterday. He's back for a few days. Uh so that was nice. And then uh yeah, came back after like an hour and a half, 2 hours, and the nest was already back. I came inside, did something, was doing stuff around the house, doing stuff in the basement, and then came back up. The nest was already back, not to its full, you know, capacity, but it's been a thing now for like 3 or 4 days where I've got a bird problem and I don't know how to stop these birds from doing that. So, majority of my day yesterday was spent trying to take down their nest.
4: So, here's what you do, beam. Cuz this is this happened to me. I mean, they they I don't know what they were last year. They they built some sort of mud nest above our wreath Ooh. onto our wood door on the oh front. My. So, and then it felt bad. Then they laid eggs in there, so we couldn't go out our front door for like four weeks or however mm-hmm. long. And then I watched the little birds get born, which was pretty cool, crack out of there, and we saw them in there for a couple weeks. And then I was there, and I was walking up. The day I watched them like literally hop out, fly away, and That's never amazing. come back. it was pretty cool. Um, didn't necessarily like it on my front door, because I had to like, scrub it down afterwards so it mm-hmm. didn't ruin it and, like, they call it varnish off but also like they'll they come in they'll fly in your garage like make stuff on top of your garage uh on top of the uh motor that will pull up your garage door you know they'll fly in there put some nests in there had that problem happen in the past and i'll tell you how you solve this i forget who told me this wherever they're birding wherever they're building something Mm -hmm. building their nest go put something there that's like slanted so they can't put stuff on it anymore all right perfect all you got to do is is make it an impediment to it, and then because I feel bad, I'm like these birds are doing all this work. Me too. I feel I
3: feel really bad tearing it down.
4: You know, like they put all this stuff in here. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be under this nice awning? It's protected by the weather. Like you know, they they see that they like all the things about the awning that you like, Beam, and so unfortunately, it's just not a good spot. So you've got to put something up in there to prevent them from coming back and making it make it less appealing. Yeah. You know? So that's that's the secret there, but I'm with you 100%. Cuz I always feel bad about it. And I'm like, man, these guys are working hard. They're flying all these sticks in. They come from nowhere so fast and I just destroy all their stuff.
3: Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. So that's what I was dealing for the majority of yesterday, and I'm sure they'll be back today, and I feel extremely bad about it. But, hey, man, I don't want to have to not walk in and out of my back door, you know, for a month, month and a half while these birds are born. So we have a beautiful tree in the backyard. Do that, you know. That'll be just fine for them. Anyways, today is March 18th, 2021, the day after St. Patrick's Day. A lot of people, I assume, waking up with headaches today. That's all right. We got you covered. Time for today in history.
1: Time to get smarter. Morning News presents Today in History. Here's
3: your professor,
1: Bobby Carpenter.
3: I was a little sweaty when I woke up this morning, too, Carp. So part took a little bit, but not a whole lot. Not as, uh, I wasn't as in, in game shape as I used to be for that day yesterday.
4: Well, I mean, you, you knew you had some responsibilities today. That's why. You just, you're becoming an adult being. You actually look at the consequences of your actions, yeah, which is sad. key. I mean, that's, that's what separates you from a small child <laughs> who's just highly impulsive, who does whatever they want. They so, about
3: 250 pounds.
4: Well, <laughs> also true. Um, I was looking more at the psychological aspect the physical aspect. Yeah, definitely there. March 18th, the 77th day of 2021. We're just cruising right along here. 1959, the ha- Hawaii Admission Act is passed in Congress, officially paving the way for Hawaii to become a state. In uh, 1968, which I can't believe it was this late, Congress passes uh, the ability for the U.S. government to move off of the gold standard. Uh, so they made that official then in 68 to be able to pr- uh, promote the hyperinflation where we just print money like we are today.
3: When do we move from the dollar standard to the Bitcoin standard? When is that that's happening?
4: That's also a great question Beam. something that's far above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. So. Not really sure when that's going to happen, but I know that that, like you said, is going to be on its way. Uh, maybe at some point in time in our future. Uh, oh, birthdays today: 1782, John C. Calhoun is born, seventh vice president of the United States, longtime legislature legislator as well. Eighteen thirty seven, Grover Cleveland being both the twenty second and twenty fourth president of the United States. Taking a little year off a little term off in between, mm-hmm. which he got beat, comes back, and decided to run and win again. Uh, so both the twenty second and twenty fourth. I was I always thought that he was from Ohio, but I doing did too. With research, a name
3: like that, you have to be, right?
4: Doing some research on it, not from Ohio. So uh, He's from, from Jersey, isn't he? Yeah. New the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area. Grew up kind of around all of them. I think he was born in Jersey, but uh, turning fifty eight years young today. The always lovely and beautiful Vanessa Williams. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Just when you thought your chance had passed, Beam, she went and saved the best for last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Bo- U- U.S. speed skater Bonnie Blair. And this is probably a little bit preceding you, Beam. Yep. I will never forget watching the 94 Olympics, uh, Winter Olympics in Albertville, France. And it was Bonnie Blair's like third Olympics. She had won a ton of gold medals by this time. And uh, speed skating was absolutely fantastic. But it was her... And then the men's hope was Dan Jansen, who had won a silver and you know when he was younger. And like the previous two Olympics, he'd slipped, he'd fallen, like bad things had happened. And then the same thing in this Olympics, it happens in like the 5,000 meters. He's supposed to win, he's favored, and something happens, he doesn't get it. And then he's not favored in the, I think the 10,000 meters, or whatever the next, the next longest distance is. And he goes out there, puts together an unbelievable race. And wins the gold medal. And so I always look at Bonnie Blair and Dan Jansen like tie them at the hips. So you you would not... I mean, heck, I was just 10, 11 years old watching this stuff. And it was uh, absolutely fantastic um, seeing that happen there and get that done for Dan Jansen. But it's kind of, uh, I guess... Skate mate, I guess, on the women's Mm -hmm. side for all those years was Bonnie Blair, turning 57 today. So Blades
3: of Glory action.
4: Basically Blades of Glory. Mm -hmm. Flying Lotus (laughs) is what they were looking for, Beam. Uh, Brian Greasy, former Michigan uh, quarterback, national championship winner, son of Bob Greasy, and now uh, Monday Night Broadcaster, turning 46 years young today. Um, Beam, Danny Murphy, uh, famous uh, footballer from across the pond for Fulham and Liverpool, do you know who Danny Murphy is? Uh,
3: he played, I think, 400 and some odd games in the Premier League, Bob. I mean, it's one of the most underrated players, I think, ever in Premier League history. Yeah.
4: And I heard he was related to our guy, Project Pat. So exactly. dug that up. Uh-huh. That was really a lot of the research I was doing on him this morning. Can't wait to throw that at Mr. Patrick Murphy next time we see him. And then the fantastic Adam Levine, who now you see on The Voice, also member lead singer of Maroon 5. Chest bumped Just- Adam Levine one time. Oh really?
3: Yeah, I was a janitor at the shot. They came back from their show that they were doing Maroon Five. I was just happened to be backstage, and he was feeling really good. You know, after they after they walked off stage, he said, "Give me a chest bump." I walked up to him. I said, "I just chest bumped Adam Levine. That's pretty cool." Then we went our separate ways. He hasn't texted me or anything since then. But I felt like we shared a special moment.
4: That's fantastic, Beam. I mean, <laughs> he seems like a great dude on TV. Good to see that. You know what, normal person. Yeah. Uh, interacting with people, you love to see. Uh, You'd love to see that. Incredibly handsome man, too. Oh, he's,
3: yeah, he's gorgeous.
4: Gorgeous dude, great singer. He's got that nice little high voice there. Um, absolutely fantastic. And then um, this day, 2007, this might be more for my man Shark. Uh, Chuck Berry, people call the godfather of rock and roll, passed away at the age of 90 uh, years old. I uh, was singer, songwriter, producer, or I think the producer in there, but. Um, Wrote some unbelievable hits, Johnny B. Good, or produced that. It's kind of sketchy on what all he did with some of these different songs, but absolutely uh, very instrumental in the American music movement. Uh, so passed away this date, uh, two thousand seven. Some holidays and observances we have, Beam. Um, today is forgive mom and dad day. So okay. if you feel like your parents have wronged you in any way, mm-hmm. you know, Beam, you don't need to you know, let all that anger and hatred build up. Forgive mom and dad. Let them move, you know, move forward. Give them a hug, give them a kiss. Move, and you know what? You can also share a sloppy Joe with them because it's National Sloppy Joe's Day. <laughs> I made them extra sloppy for you. So oh, fantastic man. there in Lunch Lady Land. Get that going for it. So um, that's where we're at today. This date in history, seventy seventh day of twenty twenty one. There's what you've got going.
3: It should be apologized to Mom and Dad Day after St. Patrick's Day yesterday for all the fiascos that I've gotten myself into. So uh, I don't necessarily need to forgive them. I think I more so need to apologize to them, General. So well done on that. Hey, spring football starts tomorrow. Ryan Day had media availability yesterday. You're going to hear from the head coach coming up next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. From the Atlas Butler
1: Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Traffic is stop and go, approaching a disabled vehicle, I-71 northbound after US-62. It's a semi there, and that's causing the heavy delays. Also on I-70 westbound after State Route 13, there is an accident reported. If you're looking to hire, think of Indeed as your GPS, with great tools like instant match and over 135 skills tests. Indeed helps you navigate the hiring process from start to finish Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1, The Fan Traffic.
1: One of these guys voluntarily ripped off his toenail. I don't have anything else to say. You're listening to Morning Juice.
3: Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Brandon Bean, the general, Bobby Carpenter, and of course, Mark the Shark, caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m., in this Thursday edition of the program, we hear Morning Juice are brought to you by our good friends over at Raising Canes Chicken Fingers. Six twenty-five in the morning, and that sounds quite delicious. So, Ryan Day, general, he had his press conference yesterday, talking to all the reporters. Funny thing was, uh, I guess you know, as Ryan was signing off, uh, he asked Pat Murphy. I mean, really gave him, uh, really gave him some shtick, Bob, for uh, you know having the most Irish name of all time. Asked him if he's even had a Guinness yesterday. So, I thought that was pretty funny. It was good talking to Pat. Yesterday, on the, of course, you know, the, the holiday that he invented. So I thought that was pretty good as Ryan Day was actually signing off yesterday in the press conference. But it's good to hear from Ryan Day, isn't it? I feel like we haven't heard from him in a long, long time. It's only been a month or so since uh, signing day where nothing happened. But I can't believe it, man. Like we're here. You said what? Today's the 77th day of the calendar. We know the Buckeyes last played uh, at the beginning of January against Alabama in the national title game. But here we are, buddy. We are on the doorstep of spring football starting tomorrow let's go i'm excited about it
4: yeah you should be i mean it's been about two months like you said since this ohio state team has played what was the national championship game on like the 13th maybe
3: i think so yeah
4: somewhere around there I mean, at the 17th we were two months past this thing so here's a question for you beam ohio state is playing oral roberts tomorrow 215 mm-hmm. seed spring ball is also opening up tomorrow yeah if what do you think? What do you think the percentage of Buckeye fans would rather watch? Ohio State. Most like <laughs> you can only watch one, mm-hmm. and I can only tell you about the other. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll show you a two-minute highlight package, thirty-second highlight, two-minute highlight package. Okay. So you can watch Ohio State play Oral Roberts in the NCAA tournament opening round, or we could do some sort of hard knock style.
3: Oh God!
4: Uh, last chance, Is Lee Schreiber.
3: Style. I mean, announcing it.
4: And it's going to just be on the quarterback battle. They'll all be mic'd up. <laughs> you get to hear, uh, you know, Corey sit there and Corey mm-hmm. Dennis talk to him. Ryan Day, you know, Kevin Wilson, All the all the interactions, the things that'll be going on, and you get two hours of that mm. from practice. And you can only watch one. They're on at the same time. You literally, uh, Neo. I'm going to give you two doors: mm-hmm. uh, Scarlet Door, Gray Door. You know what's on in on the other side, and you can only watch what's on what's on that television and mm. then afterwards we'll show you a quick ninety second to two minute highlight of the other program that you missed
3: I'm assuming that it would be like. I don't know, man. So for me, like it's no brainer. Like it's Ohio State basketball. You're in the NCAA tournament, for God's sake. You haven't had one in two years. But I, I, like taking the pulse of this city, Bob. I would like to think in my mind that it would be like 80-20 for Ohio State basketball. But I know better than that. I would say it. I mean, this like, is an
4: unfettered look inside the, mm-hmm. the start of the quarterback battle
3: against a two fifteen matchup.
4: Yes, and we're not talking Final Four, Sweet 16. We're talking <laughs> opening round, Oral Roberts, 2-15.
3: Am I able to watch the rest of the NCAA tournament game? Yeah, absolutely,
4: okay. absolutely.
3: All right, so I'm going to go. I think the Pulse would probably be... 60-40 Buckeye quarterback battle over the Buckeyes 15-2 seed. I'm still going with the Buckeye hoops, but I know exactly what this town is, Bob. And, I mean, you're right. I mean, if we can get Lev Schreiber and the Hard Knocks music going and you can get all of them mic'd up inside the meeting rooms, getting inside their brains and picking, you know, just doing everything, like, and you're talking about an hour long, like, look into that, then I think a lot of fans would sign up for that. That's a great question.
4: I you mean, know, that well, is an all-timer. It's just because the amount of people that have asked me, Mm -hmm. what do you think about the quarterback battle? Uh, Me too. I I have no clue.
3: (laughs) It's
4: like normally I was like I'd have some insight for you. I was like I've seen Miller and Stroud a little bit, like when they kind of got here. But it's been a long time since I've been over at the facility. You know, just with everything that's going on, they've limited access. You know, to make sure that everybody, only essential people are in there. And you know, like I, you know, talked to some of these kids, you know, and and their parents a little bit. But it's not like it's been in the past. I'm like. Watching the Burrow Haskins battle, I, mm-hmm. I had a lot of insight. I could have told you, they're both really good players. I don't know if you could have gone wrong either way. And it you know ended up turning out to be the case. Um is there a wrong choice in this? I don't know. I haven't seen enough, but everybody wants to know, hey, we went from first round draft pick at quarterback to first round draft pick at quarterback. What do we have coming up mm-hmm. next? Like We better have another guy. That was always the position group that was lacking at Ohio State. Yeah. And we've got all these five, four and five star dudes. Like, who's going to be the guy? Who's the next Justin Fields?
3: Yeah, and it's a great question, Bob. And it's something, you know, we've got a three-horse race here, which is amazing. Between Kyle McCord and Miller and Shroud, like, it's something we haven't seen. And I'm so excited to be able to kind of get some insight, uh as you are, into what's going on here. And Ryan Day, Shark, will go to 45607 uh, on the process. Because Ryan Day, as a head coach general, hasn't gone through this process of going through a quarterback battle. His first team can. was with Justin Fields at the helm. And so here's Ryan Day on that process and going through his first-time quarterback battle at Ohio State?
6: What you can do is you can't get in a daily battle with the guy next to you. You're in a room in a unit where you're all playing the same position, typically only one plays. So that's a unique um, situation in in, in football. Um, but I've been in those rooms my whole life. And what you find is the guys who fight it, the guys who you know end up in this kind of battle with the guy next to them, and, and it becomes – uh, you know, friction there, it, it's not good for either group or either guy.
3: And here's my thing with that, Bob. Like, I totally understand what he's saying. Like, you don't want to become apprehensive to the guy in the same room for you trying to have the better accomplishment of doing what's best for the team. All you can do out there is, I mean, give 100% max effort all the time, go through your reps, make sure that you're doing your own thing, and you control what you can control. And so I think Ryan hit on an incredibly important point there. You can't become apprehensive against the guys who you are going against because I feel like the whole team, right? I mean, you've probably been a part of that can feel that around you and feel that tension
4: in the air when it becomes that way they can feel it coming in the air tonight b Mm -hmm, i I think phil collins said that so yeah there is this this tough deal where you're trying to obviously win a position battle it's like winning a game and so you obviously want to do as well as you can the thing that you have to watch is the creep of you celebrating failures of the people around you Mm -hmm. because you know, you look at it as a zero sum game, and that's like what when really, I celebrate really Scotty
3: Vegas missing a putt on the seventeenth uh, green, like I really exactly. celebrate that. We don't 100. want that at Ohio State.
4: <laughs> you don't want that <laughs> in the quarterback room because it then you start to feel like guys are dividing lines in the locker room, and it's like like it's talk, we talked earlier about it, like receivers, tight ends. Like, hey, this guy throws it to me more. He th- I, he throws the, these routes better than you know this other guy, and so these are the routes that I run better and. You know, whatever it is, like you, you don't want to see those things happen. So Ryan does a really good job creating a culture of collaboration, but also being highly competitive, and it's competitive at every position. So that also helps. But yeah, it's it's a tough creep that you don't want to see see happen.
3: I mean, which, what, what would you lean on your question that you posed? I mean, what percentage do you think of the Buckeye fans here in Columbus, Ohio would pick the basketball game over an hour long, like hard knock style, look into the first practice with these guys mic, would up? What did I say? 55 45
4: for the football? I mean, which way are you leaning there? I would say it's somewhere there, somewhere 50, 50 somewhere between 50 50 and 60 40, um, football to basketball. Uh, just because I think you look at the fifteen two matchup is a big piece of it. And like listen, Mm -hmm. you're gonna get to watch the game on Sunday. Sure. Not saying you can't watch that game or any of the games going forward. I'm just giving you the option to get an unfettered look. Mm. All all access pass inside of the quarterback battle here, which you know, like I said, it's been dominating the thoughts and minds of most Buckeye fans.
3: Yeah, it sure has, especially since you we've had like no access to the team at all. I never know what's going on back there. They're always back there. I just have no clue what they're doing. So that's a great question, man. If you want to uh, hop in on the old Twitter machine, you can do so. Give us your responses at Morning Juice nine seven one. But right now, we're going to find out who was dealing in the last week as, he, as we check in with our man Rick Riker coming up next. Morning Juice, right here on the Fan
1: from the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. We have an accident on I-70 eastbound before Hilliard-Rome Road. The two left lanes are blocked, and that's causing a backup. Also on I-71 northbound after US-62, there's a disabled semi, and that's causing some big delays. Staples helps you get back to business with custom printed signs and sale materials. Now get 15% off signs, posters, or decals when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends five twenty nine twenty one. 21 Exclusions apply, limit one per customer. See store or staples.com slash signage for details. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1, the Fan Traffic.
1: Wake up and smell the smelling salts. This is morning juice.
3: Morning juice! Right here on the fan, Brandon Bean, the general, Bobby Carpenter, and of course Mark the Shark attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. here on this rainy Thursday edition of the program. We do this every single Thursday at this here time. Time to find out who was dealing.
1: Morning Juice Presents They're dealing.
3: Sponsored by Rikert. We talked to our guy, Rick Rikert. Rick, what's happening, bud? Happy Thursday. Yay! Happy Thursday. Just a little rain and of course we
7: lost the sun here for a few weeks, but it'll come back I'm sure.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's science, right? I mean, uh, you can't argue with it. So it's uh, it's a matter of fact, and we'll gain more as we go through the summer, and then we will lose it as we get through the winter. So it happens every single year. Rick, uh, so we were just uh, asking the question before we get to your uh, who was dealing this week. Uh, what what percentage of Columbus do you think would rather watch a Leev Schreiber narrated style, the general brought up this question, like hard-knocked style looking to the first practice of Ohio State spring ball tomorrow chronicling the quarterback battle or against the uh 15-2 line ohio state buckeyes taking on oral roberts what percentage do you think is watching what rick and the uh the other one you get like a 90 second clip of because bob and i said between like the 50 and 60 range like 50 50 55 45 60 40 would probably lean buckeye football where are you going on that
7: yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd probably lean 60 40 Buckeye football. I, I think you're right. I mean, that's just, there's, there's, it, it's a football school. We're a football town. No, no dock, no knock against the basketball team, but, you know, I think we would all be a completely shocked and surprised if that 15 seed upset these Buckeyes who we know if they play the way they know how to play, they have a chance of winning the whole thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think I'm going, no, I'm going to go 55 45.
3: That's what I said. All right, perfect. Great minds think alike. Buddy, a lot happening over this past week. Buckeyes made a great run uh, to the Big Ten Tournament Final Sunday in Indy against Illinois. Just came up a little short. Who was dealing for you this past week, bud? All right,
7: I'm going to reach deep, and hopefully this hasn't been mentioned, because I'm trying to do some research now and bring some facts to the table. I'm not just a lush car dealer running around trying to act like (laughs) I know sports. (laughs) So, you know, you got the Buckeye basketball, this NFL free agency. There's, you know, racing's back. There's all kinds of winners everywhere. But I want to give a shout-out. My third deal on Player of the Week, I'm going to butcher her name. I'm not good at this. I feel for you guys that have to pronounce names they've never said. Adelaide Aquila, right? She's an Ohio State shot-put thrower who just won the national championship, broke a school record, uh, in, in indoor national title over the weekend, and that something gets pushed under the rug, but that's near and dear to my heart. I mean, looking at these distances that she thrown, because when I was in high school, and people like to ask me, say, what sports did you play? Well, football wrestling, and I mm-hmm. did shot put and discus. When they say, oh, you ran track, I always laugh. <laughs> <'Cause> everyone just <laughs> afraid. You, you ran track, right? They don't say you play field. Mm-hmm. Well, you play football, you... you Shoot basketball, well you run track. No, I never ran on the track. I did shot put and discus. So I respect what this girl did. She broke the school record. She won a national championship for Ohio State. Give it up to Adelaide. I might not be even pronouncing her name right, but she's a beast. Congrats.
4: Well done, Rick. That is uh, that's fantastic. Doing the research there, pulling, adding value to the show. That's what it's all about. So fantastic there, digging in. And I'm not going to try to pronounce her name. I'll just let you butcher it, and that way only one of us will feel bad about ourselves this morning. Um, my there dealing player, the people players of the week. I guess number one, uh, and I'll leave I'll, beam. I'll leave the Buckeye hoops to you because I know you're going to want to go there with it, and someone definitely should. Uh, especially with our guy Dwayne Washington. But uh, Curtis Samuel yeah. yesterday, you know, he kind of underrated start to his career. You know, Cam Newton was hurt, and then they had the quarterback carousel there in Carolina. And it's amazing what the open market will value you at. And three year, $34 million deal to go to the Washington football team. Fantastic to see that for Curtis Samuel. He's their, my They're Dealing Player of the Week. He's an absolutely fantastic dude, and it's awesome watching him grow and mature and now become, you know, really last year, underrated season. I think he had like 77 yep. catches, 40 carries. I mean, Rick, he's a fantasy monster, so I wish ever, I had him at one point in, in our record Automotive Fantasy League, and then I think I had to wave him for something because he got hurt, and then he came back and came back with a vengeance later in the year, so that is uh, – my their deal player of the week, Mr. Curtis Samuel, newest member Love of it. the Washington football team.
3: I think uh, the it. Silver Bullets picked up picked them up on the waiver wire too, General, to uh, lead him to his crown, which yeah. got that nice uh, rabid customs gift certificate uh, for him. If not, if I'm not mistaken in that, maybe Rick would have been able to uh, you know keep that for himself uh, if you uh, if you didn't happen to wave Curtis. So it is amazing. We'll talk about that in the seven o'clock hour yep. coming up. All the latest happenings in free agency, boys. Mine is going to the Buckeyes. All right, four games, four days, unbelievable. I mean, Rick, it was uh, quite the bumpy situation during these games. Uh, we know yep. that. happened. Had the lead against Minnesota, uh, got really tight in the last minute. Had the lead against Purdue, got really tight in the last minute. Lead against Michigan, got really tight in the last minute. And then they did reverse psychology, got down in a massive hole in the first couple of minutes of the game, down by 17, and then had a ferocious comeback. They just ran out of legs. Dwayne Washington, man, 92 points. Are you kidding me? In a Big Ten tournament, it is the most points ever by a single player in Big Ten tournament history going nuts against Illinois on sunday he is primed he is ready to go it's going to be a run and gun affair tomorrow against oral roberts so mine tip of the cap to the holt man and the ohio state buckeyes what a regular season what a big 10 tournament super juice that they're going to be able to start their ncaa tournament uh tomorrow against oral roberts i gotta go with the buckeye hoops team
7: man these are heart attack finishes i can't believe mm, I you're giving this reminds me of Bobby's 0-2 Buckeye team, man. Oh, man. Every game at the end, what's going to happen? <laughs> Oldman's out there playing trestle ball, and you're loving it. Let's just win and just tell me the final score. I'm, I, I can't take it anymore.
4: Rick, there's nothing more exciting than watching a 14-point lead evaporate in about a minute. <laughs> It, my heart. I'm, I'm, I'm old now. The <laughs> medical things. I can't. I can't
7: take it anymore. Can we just keep a nice eight point cushion through the entire second half, so I can just enjoy my popcorn and smile? No. I, mean,
3: no, I think I'm a feeling- lot of. I was gonna say. I think a lot of people are with you on that. I mean, it was. Uh, it was. I told you. I was with. I had my hoodie up and like cinched, Rick. Like I couldn't watch it at points. Uh, it was terrifying. Anything. Uh, anything yeah. happening this weekend? What's going on? How are you enjoying the madness? <laughs> Yeah, actually, I'm uh, I'm
7: throwing a truck show Saturday. We're gonna Ooh. go down to Rapid Customs from eight to noon, and we partnered with Columbus Trucks and Coffee. We're gonna kick off our, our season opening event and get some pickup trucks, some nice SUVs. If you got everything from an old pickup truck, something lifted, lowered, uh, a real nice SUV, bring it bring it down Saturday morning. We're gonna have coffee, donuts, check out the shop, and. This truck I just built, I took a big block Godzilla engine Super Duty and put a supercharger on it. So we're going to see what kind of horsepower we can build Saturday morning and have a little fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited. It's springtime. Everything's happening. Everything's happening. Vaccines are going around. We're going to be getting some free soon, and I'm just pumped for that. So let's get there.
3: Yeah, everybody's with you. Good luck with the Godzilla supercharger. I mean, that sounds like a next installment in a a movie that they've got working for 2025. (laughs) Buddy, always appreciate it. Have a great weekend, and we'll chat again next week, all right? sir thank you boys let's go jackets and go bucks absolutely there he goes our man rick Riker. this time every single week he jumps on with us gives our best performers of the week all right we're gonna head to the national landscape we'll throw some quick hitters coming up next morning juice right here on the fan
1: from the atlas butler plumbing services traffic center
5: This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. There's an accident on I-70 eastbound before Hilliard-Rome Road. Two left lanes are blocked and traffic there is stop and go. Also on I-70 westbound at State Route 13, there is a crash. Save up to $300 on top-rated brands like Sealy's and Sleepies at Mattress Firm right now. And you can get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more to elevate your sleep. Every night, save big, sleep better. Shop the semi-annual sale now. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
1: If morning juice were a smell, it would be a combination of Ben Gay and undercarriage, heavy on the undercarriage. This is morning juice.
3: Morning juice, right here on the fan. Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark, caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m. Right here on this Thursday edition of the program. Right now, time to throw some quick hitters.
1: Morning Juice presents Quick Hitters.
3: Ah, Shark, a very happy Thursday to you. What's going on? Well, we're going to go a little
2: heavy on the NFL today, boys. A couple of days ago, there were reports that the Raiders would release center Rodney Hudson. He was two years into a three-year, $33 million deal, but lo and behold, Vegas did not release Hudson. Instead, the Raiders traded him yesterday to Arizona Bobby, they send Hudson and a seventh round pick
4: to the Cardinals
2: for a third round pick.
4: Yeah, I mean instead of uh, releasing a guy, and Rodney Hudson can still play and play at a pretty high level. And you at the Raiders; they've kind of jettisoned most of their offensive line. And mm-hmm. if some of the guys are older. You can see them moving on from Rodney Hudson. They're still playing at a really high level. So very surprising to see this happen. Less surprising though than obviously him just getting straight outright. Release because you felt like there was a market, uh, market value for him, and you saw that. So, you get a third round pick back, it's better than a poke in the eye.
3: Yeah, you uh, talked about this yesterday, Bob, because. You know, not everything is done before we say it's done, and the league year kicked in at 4 o'clock. And so, you know, there were a couple of instances yesterday where you look at and say, all right, well, that wasn't the situation on Monday or Tuesday. New league year kicks in uh, Wednesday at 4 o'clock, and you know what? Instead of releasing him, we're going to trade him. So nothing can become official until that date. So that was one of the instances that you were talking about, like, all right, well, you know, who knows what's going to go on here. So, yeah, I thought I think you're getting good value back. I mean, what is he, 32 years old, I think? So, you know, getting up there a little bit, an offensive lineman age. But tell you what, man, the guy can absolutely play. Glad that the Raiders were able to get something back uh, for his services. Now he goes down to Arizona, going to be able to block with Kyler. I think it was
2: John Belushi who said, it's not over till we say it's over. You're damn right. Wasn't over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. Was not. The Germans? Uh, (laughs) Pro Bowl guard Kyle Long was Chicago's first-round pick of the 2013 draft. Played seven years with the Bears, then retired after the 2019 season following a string of injuries. But he has unretired and yesterday agreed to a one-year, $5 million contract with the Chiefs. So, Beamer, as you already knew... Kyle Long wasn't returning to Chicago.
3: Yeah, he was a free agent, uh, so they released his rights when he did retire. And here you have Kansas City, Bob. I'm still going to be fascinated to see what they do at the tackle position. Yeah. You mentioned it uh, a lot of that pressure coming in the Super Bowl was from the exterior, right? It was coming from that edge. Uh, and so you know, we obviously know that they signed Joe Tooney to a massive contract from New England, and now they get Kyle Long. I'll be anxious to see you know how that year off treated him. You just tell them his last year with Chicago. I mean, he's just so banged up, Bob. He could hardly move. So sometimes a year off is good for you. You have locked up your two guards now, but still kind of precarious what they're going to do on those edges for Kansas City because, you know, right now I'm not really sure what their game plan is. thought their guard play was okay, but they seem to have a different playbook than I do.
4: Well, what's interesting, the more I start thinking about this yesterday, is Andy Reid, when he was in Philadelphia, we played against him you know, twice a year. One time we played him three times in a season so very familiar with their roster how it was constructed and how he liked to build and he was a guy that loved strong guard center guard and I started looking at this and there were times where they didn't have great tackles and they'd get one good one and one guy that was you know, kind of average and they'd you know, rotate guys through there and, you know, they chip with the tight chip, you know, hang with the tight end, slide the protection that way. And so maybe this is what he's trying to do and to do again. He's devalued the tackle position because mm-hmm. it's very expensive. It's the most expensive yeah. position really on the field, on the offense, outside of quarterback right now. I mean, it's right there with wide receiver. So maybe he's thinking we can get a little cheaper there. We can do some things to help him out and we'll just roll this way. But. Just keep going back to the Super Bowl, being like you said. Mm-hmm. They didn't have Fisher. They didn't have Swartz. Schwartz. The year before, they had both those guys, and they won.
3: Yeah, and it wasn't the case this year. And i tell you what, man, Shaq Barrett cashed in on that nice Super Bowl performance yep. that he had, re signed it with the Bucks. So uh, there you go. They're looking for all the answers they can in Kansas City. Kansas City's still going to be, uh, obviously, high-octane over there with that offense. Anytime you got Patrick Mahomes back there, we know that. All right, we'll get you caught up with everything that is going on in the sports world as we hit you with a re-rack. And the Jackets finally back in action tonight. Big four-pack against Carolina coming up. We'll get into that. Hour number two next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan.
1: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: Good morning. This report is sponsored by Home Depot. We do have wet roads out there today and an accident causing backups on I-70 eastbound before Hilliard Rome Road. The two left lanes are blocked there and traffic is stop-and-go approaching. Also an accident on I-70 Westbound after State Route 13 that blocks the right lane. At the Home Depot, they believe a job should work for you. With a convenient location, great co-workers, and many choices. Apply today at homedepot.com slash careers or text jobs to 52270. Message and data rates apply. The Home Depot is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
1: Protein shakes and energy drinks. The breakfast of champions. This is Morning Juice.
3: Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Hour number two of the program on a Thursday. Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark. Caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m. If you'd like to follow along for the fun on Twitter, you can do so at MorningJuice971. Talk to our friend Rick Riker, found out who was dealing uh, all across the board from the three of us earlier in the 6 o'clock hour. You can check, again, at Morning Juice 971 if you want to listen to that. Jeff Swoboda, our Jackets insider, coming up in our next segment. Big four-pack of games for the CBJ against Carolina. What's he thinking heading into this one? Uh, again, uh, that one coming up in the next segment. And then, in about an hour and a half from now, Ronnie Stokes from the Ohio State Sports Network. He's going to join us, talk all things Buckeyes as they get ready for Oral Roberts tomorrow at Mackey Arena over in West Lafayette. If you missed those interviews, you want to catch them uh, again at Morning Juice nine seventy one is where you can listen to those after the show is over. Also, again, uh, if you would uh, if you would like to listen to the show, uh, but you're unable to listen to all three hours, we got a podcast for that. Morning Juice. Just type that into any of your podcasting platforms. Hit the subscribe button and please do leave us a review general you're on twitter at bcarp3 i'm there at brandon beam 971 and our fearless leader and producer mark the shark well he is on twitter at shark on sports right now time for a re-rack
1: Keeping you informed about what's trending this morning, it's time for a little re-rack on Morning Juice. Sponsored by
7: Billiards Plus, the largest selection of pool tables in central Ohio.
3: Make sure you get your brackets in. We know the tournament is fun, but it's even more fun when you have the chance to win some cash Head to 971thefan.com. Register for the Lion's Den Fan Tournament Challenge. Compete against listeners and also your favorite fan personalities for your shot at 1,500 smackaroos. It's all sponsored by the Lion's Den, celebrating 50 years of providing you pleasure, passion, and romance. General Jackets in action tonight. Feel like we haven't seen them in like two weeks. Last game that they had was Sunday in the shootout against Dallas, uh, when Cam Atkinson, Max Domi, and Patrick Line fail, all three failed of them to hit, failed to hit the net. In the shootout, I feel like, I don't know, man. I, I, for whatever reason, it's just been so long since we have seen the jackets. So big four pack of games, man. You look at Carolina coming into this one. Uh, they're obviously the rulers of the roost right now in the central division. And so I don't know what it is. We've been talking about it. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but you got to go, man. We're more than halfway through the season. The time is now. Like there's got to be panic and passion tonight on the ice for the jackets. So canes again, uh, you look at them. What they have done this year, they've played 28 games. They've got 41 points. Panthers and Lightning are on 42. And the Blackhawks and the CBJ way behind. So Lightning, Panthers, Hurricanes, those are the three teams out way ahead. Likely going to make the playoffs. So really playoff spots up for grabs. But I tell you what, man, if you can do some damage against these in this four-game pack against the Carolina Hurricanes, you can make up some ground in a hurry.
4: No, absolutely. I like that beam. Panic and passion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it sounds a center like,
3: football adage for you right there.
4: Is it really? I mean, oh, I yeah, know if, sure. That sounds almost like a Fifty Shades of Schlags type <laughs> deal as well. I mean, <laughs> fulfilling all your carnal needs and desires. Mm-hmm. Panic and passion. Fifty I mean,
3: Shades of Schlags.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't believe you ever, I thought I dropped oh. that on the air before. And that's, how, that's how he likes to roll. I mean, I'm, I'm oh, not judging. Yeah. It's a judge-free zone. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're all about here, making sure that we're fulfilling the needs of, you know, physically, psychologically, carnally of everybody. So I like when you dropped that out there. It really stimulated my mind and and took it to some places where you could think. And so, as you mentioned, it it was a case for the Jackets to play a ton more games than everybody. Now they're sitting there even with the Blackhawks, both playing 30 games and only four points back. You said probably not going to catch the Hurricanes, although – you know, you know, you take a handful of games off of them. Sure. You know, there, there is a chance you could get, make up some ground, but I mean, you really have the Blackhawks in your sights. I mean, that's, that's where it is. And so, what can you do over this next four game stretch? Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. It's going to, we, we know what it is. You know, you had a chance to make some move, moves earlier and against the, the weaker part of your schedule, you get swept by Nashville. I mean, what are we talking about? Um, and so now you're sitting here with four against uh, Carolina before you get a little, rep- little reprieve with Detroit and then Tampa Bay and then Florida and Tampa Bay. I mean, it's murder's row, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. But I feel like there's a little bit of movement in the right direction for this team, Beam. And I don't know why that is. Like It just feels like things are starting to trend in the right direction, shoot out a side, like they've done some good stuff. And you see glimpses, I think, of them finding themselves. It's can they begin to do it now for three periods and not have, you know, a bad start or a bad finish that'll cost them a point or two points there because they just, you know, weren't ready to go or maybe let their guard down, got a little sloppy, whatever it may be. And so how can they begin to put together those 60 minute games? They can start to do that, man. You feel pretty good about some of the talent on this team.
3: Yeah, certainly, man. Four-game pack coming up against the Carolina Hurricanes. 7 o'clock face-off tonight. 6.30 coverage begins right here on the fans. Shifting to the NFL, General, you're their deal and player of the week. Goes to Curtis Samuel. Uh, if you're just joining us, former Carolina Panthers uh, wide receiver, also former Buckeye, Curtis Samuel signed a three-year, $34.5 million contract with the Washington football team, a.k.a. the Washington Buckeyes now, a source told ESPN's Adam after on Wednesday second round pick by the Panthers that we know or fr- as we know from Ohio State in 17 uh, he met expectations this past season Bob you look at him 77 catches last year 851 yards and 41 rushes for 200 yards uh, as he used the way as uh, you know Brady used the way uh, Curtis Samuel in that capacity as they like to use Christian McCaffrey who missed a bunch of games this past season it's a great addition for Washington man I love this I mean they are just trying to get their hands on any and every Buckeye that they can come across. So you got Chase, who's a team captain, you've had Terry, who has had a great cup first couple of years in the league, and now Curtis Samuel, who has always been Weapon X, you know, that big-time X factor in a game. Uh, I love this signing. I am thrilled for Curtis that he gets an opportunity to play alongside his former teammate and Terry McLaurin.
4: Well, I love the fact that Fitzy's going to be their quarterback because he'll air that thing out mm-hmm. to Terry. He's going to air it out to Curtis. The one thing that's concerning, like, they're not concerning. You know, Curtis started pretty well early in his career. Then he got hurt. You know, had some bumps. You know, he looked like he was always on the cusp of breaking out. And then last year, finally, he was able to stay healthy for the majority of the season and put together a really solid year. That's pres- that's presum- presumptively why he got paid is like he did. Now, he was really productive in that offense, and that was the first year with Matt Rule bringing in Joe Brady. Now, him staying healthy at a large. Hard to doing it, and obviously Christian McCaffrey not being in there and him kind of being more of that option for him. But just going back to a coaching staff in Washington that was, you know, Turner, they were all uh, OC Scott Turner, they were down in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Their ability to utilize him, I'm curious to see if they'll be as creative as as the new regime was last season in Carolina, led by Matt Rule and Joe Brady. And that's going to be interesting because Curtis is a very unique talent. Yeah, If you just want to use him as a wide receiver, like line him out wide like you're wasting what he is. And so your ability to get him the ball in a variety of ways, that's what makes this kid special. And so they've got to find a way to do that now in Washington. I'm curious to see if they'll be able to pull it off.
3: Yeah, I am too, man, and uh, I'll never forget, you know, our guy Beanie Wells used to do the show with Timmy uh, right here. Always said that Curtis Samuel was the most fluid runner he's ever seen in his life, and so if Beanie's saying that, like, I believe him, so congrats to uh, Curtis as he signs a new big deal in Washington. Going to join up with uh, former teammates Chase Young and Terry McLaurin over there. So, other news on the free agent market general, wide receiver Kenny Galladay. He is visiting the New York Giants, uh, but as we know, listen to this. So, Kenny Galladay Tops uh, a bunch of lists as uh, the top available free agent right now. He ranks seventh on the top 100, and other receivers such as Juju Smith Schuster, Will Will Fuller, Curtis Samuel, and T.Y. Hilton uh, have yet to agree to any team. Now, this was yesterday before Curtis did sign. A report indicates that Galladay visits to uh, and intends to visit the Giants, but the former Lions receiver has an offer on the table from the Bengals. Diana Rossini of ESPN reports, and that it's a one year prove it deal for Kenny Galladay we know that if i mean a.j green just left general he goes out to the desert he's joining the arizona cardinals now to team up with kyler and new copkins out there so kenny galladay i mean what would you do if you're in that situation one year prove it deal or take the money and run maybe if the giants offer you like seems like a pretty big decision if he if if the value necessarily isn't there for what he wants in the future
4: well, here's the thing, like the cap's gonna go up a ton next year. Yeah. And so it'll be get reset back to normal, normal ish. there'll be a lot more free agent dollars to spend. That'll obviously help the market. So Kenny dot Galladay, who's coming off a, a big injury by the way, has mm-hmm. been very productive, but um, I believe he only played five games last season. And so it's the balance of what do you think you can get right now and you know, if you're sitting there and talking to GM Rothman, he's going to sit there and gash you up and say, bet mm-hmm. on yourself, bet on yourself. Well, sure. you know, as I always like to say, one in the cars were two in the bar. Mm-hmm. And so what are you getting from the Giants? What would they potentially offer? A multi-year deal, how much guaranteed? And you try to bank that against, okay. You go to Cincinnati, Joe Burrow's a pretty good player. Yep. Do they have an offensive line? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of questions. Like, I could go there now. I'm not going to be maybe the you know the one A option. You know, they've got some other guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got Higgins. They've got Boyd. They're good receivers. So does that help me? So I'm not drawing double coverage all the time. Does it hurt me being maybe a second or third option? Uh, does Joe Burrow have more than two seconds to throw the football? Yeah. Another another big issue. If he gets hurt, how do we look then? Cause uh, I saw the tape of what it looked like last year. wasn't all that thrilled about that. Mm-mm. That's why they're drafting in the top five. Giants. Maybe they give me twenty million to sign three year deal. Maybe I could get more next year after being healthy and a bigger cap. But those are the things that he's going to have to weigh. Of do I take some security with the Giants if they give me a multi year deal and more guaranteed money, or do I go to Cincinnati, which potentially has the opportunity to be bigger? But there's a lot of uncertainty around it. And it comes down to essentially how much then do you trust that Cincinnati coaching staff and how that roster is comprised.
3: Yeah, and you look at that situation, Bob, and it's hard to do that, right? As a free agent, it would be tough to do that because you just saw their franchise Listen, quarterback B, time out, time get time out.
4: You look at the history, the track record of success yeah. of how Cincinnati has run their operations. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, making the decisions, spending the money, mm-hmm. you know, doing anything it takes to, win, charging it to winning. Mm-hmm. Mike they Brown. Don't, they don't use
3: that card very often. No, they
4: cut it up, Beam. Mm-hmm. They it actually got eaten. Mm-hmm. You know, you put it in the little deal and it just kept it and it shredded it. <laughs> charge it to winning. Mike Brown does not charge anything to winning. No. Because he doesn't like to. He doesn't want to spend money on the wins. And that's why they come. You come for the wins.
3: Yeah, you sure do. So Kenny Galladay is going to have some uh, some big decisions to make again. He's visiting the Giants today, reportedly has a one-year offer on the table for the Cincinnati Bengals. You hit a good point, though. I mean, with Higgins and Boyd there, what's that situation going to be? Third receiver, first receiver, who knows? Can Joe Burrow even have time to be able to get him the football? Big decision on that. For other Bengals news, uh, they're signing former Browns player Larry Joby to a one-year yeah. deal, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. Joby is leaving the Browns to sign with the AFC North Rival, uh, he was a third-round pick in the Browns for 2017. Browns fans love this guy. He appeared in 60 out of 64 possible games with 47 starts in that time. He racked up 14 and a half sacks during his four, four years with the Browns, which is pretty great for an interior defensive lineman, including consecutive seasons of five and a half sacks in 18 and 19. Last season, Ogunjobi 46 tackles, two and a half sacks, and a forced fumble in 15 games played for the Brownies. This is a good signing by the Cincinnati Bank bangles bob add some depth to your d-line i know that a lot of people are getting frustrated with the Bengals for not signing offensive linemen apparently they're just going defense in this uh, free agency class but it's a great signing for ogunjobi to go to cincinnati good job out of the Bengals.
4: this is a value signing like you're getting a guy who's been highly productive who has been available most important ability availability he's been out there he's been productive when he's on the field i like ogunjobi as a player very solid but like you said, it keeps going back. Like you're signing all these guys, yeah. And not that I don't think it's important to get a Kenny Galladay. Not that I don't think uh, Larry Ogunjobi can help. I think that's absolutely fantastic. My thing is, who's going to protect Joe Burrow? Mm-hmm. Your most valuable asset, Beam. Yeah, the most the the most precious thing you have, and you're going to sit there and start doing other stuff. Like that's to me. Where That is, to me, where it gets a little confusing. Where, And maybe they'll say we're handling the draft. Well, you're not going to handle it all in the draft.
3: Well, you, you can't don't want expect of- those guys to come in and be day one starters in the NFL. You have Boom. one first-round pick. Penny Sewell, fine. You want to go there and expect him to be a starting left tackle immediately? Great. Second and third rounders? That's a crapshoot. Yeah.
4: And it's basically what they did a couple of years ago when they let Whit- uh, Whitworth walk. They had drafted, oh, goodness, a Gou- uh, Goulier or what his name was. I don't know. And- and they, two, they draft the tackles back-to-back first and second round, and you know neither of them really panned out. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to draft Jonah Williams, who's I think is going to be a good player. But you need interior guard help, and you could potentially use a little help of tackle too. So there's plenty of space, there's opportunities, but it doesn't understand why you wouldn't protect. You think you have your franchise guy mm-hmm. in Joe Burrow. Don't ruin him and get him protection. Yeah, it's great if they don't have to score 31 to win because the defense is better. But I'd rather have a vertical Joe Burrow trying to score 31 than a defense that holds him you know, that to, to, lets up 21 a game. But Joe Burrow is being taped together and might not make it through the season.
3: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So,
4: anyways, Larry
3: Ogunjobi, o- good signing. Bengals still don't have an offensive line. We're going to fire the cannon with our man, Jackets insider, Jess Svoboda, coming up next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. From the Atlas
1: Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by Home Depot. An accident on I-70 eastbound before Hilliard-Rome Road blocks the two left lanes, and traffic is stop-and-go from State Route 142. An accident on I-70 westbound after State Route 13 blocks your right lane. And traffic is slow on I-70 westbound between Miller-Kelton and the 71 East split. It's a good time to be a doer, and it's a good time to join the Home Depot. They're hiring. No home improvement experience? No problem. They'll teach you. Apply at homedepot.com slash careers or text JOBS to 52270. Message and data rates applied. The Home Depot is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
1: Rising, grinding, and hitting the fairway by 9:30. Hang on, did Bieber write this? Now back to morning juice on the Fan.
3: Morning juice, right here on the Fan. Brandon Beam, the General, Bobby Carpenter, and of course Mark the Shark, caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m. Here in this Thursday edition of the program, 7:26 on a Thursday. You know what that means? It's time to fire the cannon.
1: Damn. It's time to fire the cannon. With Jackets Insider Jeff Svoboda, the cannon made me poop a little.
3: Our man joining us in the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline, Jackets Insider Jeff Soboda. Jeff, happy game day, bud. What's happening?
8: Not much. Happy game day, yeah. It if it's Thursday, it's game day. And so yeah, let's let's get excited here. I tell you what, man.
3: It's been, uh, it's you know, I know it's only been since Sunday since the Jackets have played a game, but it's felt like two weeks. Like this four days uh, have seemed really, really, you know, just crazy long here. But you look kind of back on the weekend, Jeff, against the Dallas Stars, three points. Okay, feeling pretty good about that. Big four pack of games against the Carolina Hurricanes coming up. Two on the road starting tonight, then two back at home at Nationwide Arena. How you feeling about this team heading into this four pack? I mean, you could be looking at totally polar opposite results of the spectrum here you know win four in a row against them you're feeling great you could also probably easier than win four in a row lose four in a row and then you could be dead and buried in the playoff race how you feeling about uh kind of this four pack of games against one of the best teams in the central
8: yeah as i wrote at bluejackets.com in my preview story today this is basically the midterm exam for this team uh we've just passed the midway point of the season. And this is a test. Uh, Carolina is one of the best teams in the NHL. They've, they fed it to the Jackets a couple of times this year already. They've scored six goals and seven goals in the game, uh, in three tries so far against Columbus. So, you know, this is the test as to whether the Blue Jackets are a better hockey team. They've said over the last 10 games that they feel like they've made progress. You know, they haven't always gotten the results, but they feel like they're playing better hockey. Well, you're going to find out in the next four games whether they are playing better hockey or whether this team is probably going to be a seller at the trade deadline it's going to be one of the two probably after this four-game series is that you know you're either still going to be in the race or it's going to be over uh so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because yeah this Carolina team is really good they're fast they're aggressive and and specifically to the Blue Jackets they are a great forechecking team and that is what the Blue Jackets struggled with early in this season was was dealing with that pressure getting out of the own zone and then creating offense and so you know, if you can catch some success against Carolina in these next four games, you'll feel pretty good. Uh, and I don't know if success is four points, five points, six points, somewhere in that direction. But if you get, if you get two points in this four-game series, you're, you're going to be really up against it. So, yeah, this is it for the Jackets right now. This is where the rubber's starting to meet the road. And at least that's interesting, though. You'll, you'll find out a lot about this team in the next four games, I would say. Eight days to really, just really figure out what this team's going to be.
4: Okay, and so you brought that up. you know, was it four points, five points, six points? I mean, I think anything less than four people would no one would acknowledge that, that that would be successful, but do you think that's the minimum here and and how much Jeff do you put on the difference between four and six, seven, eight points, whatever it could be, you know at the high end, but the feel of how the games go? You know, whether you know, it's goaltending, offensive continuity, being able to clear the zone, power play stuff. I mean, what are you putting on that as far as, because George said it's a, you know, moral victories aside, we're getting too late for that in the season now. I mean, we're, we're it's time to start focusing on results. But how much do you put on the process?
8: Yeah, that is a great question, and, and you are right. I mean, they, they've they put themselves in a situation that moral victories are running.
4: But how much do you put on the process?
8: Yeah, that is a great question, and, and you are right. I mean, they, they've they put themselves in a situation that moral victories, uh, they're running out of time for those. Uh, you, you have to start getting results. And so uh, normally I would say if you split these games, just given how well Carolina has played this year, I'd say you'd feel pretty good, but you almost have put yourself in a spot where you maybe need five or six points. Uh, you're going to need three out of four points in some of these series coming down the stretch here. You, you need to get points in almost Not every game, but you know you're only two games back of Chicago right now. Uh, Really, four points is two games essentially. But you you do need to start stacking points on top of each other here a little bit, uh, especially if Dallas is going to creep back into this as well. So, so yeah, there there is a little bit of an onus on them to. I say I think four is the minimum that you would feel good about coming out of here, just because that means you split with two. You know, split four games with a really good team. Uh, But the problem is you're playing really good teams here. Uh, and it's not just Carolina. After this, you've got Tampa, you've got Florida. Uh, Ten of the next twelve are against against uh, Carolina, Tampa, and uh, Florida, which are three of the best teams in the league so far this year. So uh, you do have to start at some point. The process does have to lead to results. The good news is the process does appear to be pointing the right direction. But yeah, as you said, there there is an onus now just because of of some of the struggles early in the season, some of the points they've left behind. That that you do have to start getting the results here. So. I would say four is the absolute minimum in this four-game set that you would feel okay about. But you really, five or six, you'd feel a lot better. And if you could even better than that, uh, you'd be doing jumping jacks and cartwheels as you uh, finish this series. But we'll have to see how it goes.
3: Talking to our man, Jeff Svoboda, Jackets Insider on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. You can follow Jeff on the old Twitter machine, at Jackets Insider. Go to BlueJackets.com, read all his stuff, keeping you up to date on what's going on with the CBJ. If, and it is a big if, Jeff, if this team is going to hopefully make a run towards the end of the season and try and track down a playoff spot, What's the one thing that you think this team uh, is able to do well or needs to get going to make that to happen? Penalty kill stepping up. I know that that's been very inconsistent lately. Power play. Like, What is it for you that this team could really grab a hold of, improve on if they want to track down a playoff spot?
8: <laughs> yeah, I guess you mentioned two good ones right there. Uh, just off the, off the top is power play, penalty kill. Uh, you know, the, There's no secret the power play has been struggling, and the, really there's no secret that the penalty kill has been struggling, but the one thing that just comes to mind for me, though, uh, is is just con- generating more offense, more consistent offense. I think they're at, I, I was looking at numbers last night, I, I think they're at two goals a game over the last 10 games, and so while they are playing better and they're playing more confidently, they still need to score more goals, and you're just not going to win games if you're not scoring more goals, and so maybe that brings the power play into it. You know, the power play is, has basically been non-existent for the last 10 games, so that, that definitely is a piece of it, but uh, while they're while they're playing more confidently, and I think they're exiting their defensive zone better, and, and that was by far the biggest issue early in the season. They're still at times not generating enough offensively, generating enough forecheck, uh, and that's you know they're not quite the same team they've been in recent years. And we talked about that last week. They're, they don't have Josh Anderson throwing his body around. They don't have Pierre Dubois throwing his body around. They don't quite have some of those big bodies. They're a little bit younger up front, but there's just times in games, where, you know, whether it be Dallas on Saturday or going back to those Nashville games or whatever it might be, where they just need to create more. They just need to have the puck in the offensive zone more uh, and, ma- and stress the other team. And, and so I think that's the biggest thing is that they're, they're making steps for that direction, but it, it needs to really start engaging here to where they're putting more goals on the board and, and giving themselves that that margin of error where your goalie doesn't have to be perfect, your defense doesn't have to be perfect, because it's not going to be. It's hockey. you know. Things happen. Pucks bounce. You never know. But you need to start putting more than two goals a game on the board to really, I think, feel good about Uh, That's the next step for this team to start feeling good about where it's going.
3: You're the absolute best, man. It is going to be one heck of a ride towards the end of the season. And uh, before we let you go, buddy, I just want to say uh, congratulations to you. I know that you have been going through a lot in your personal life. Uh, you know, obviously going through a cancer battle. Uh, to see you be able to ring the bell last week, man, it was uh, it was truly awesome. I know uh, that you know the entire Columbus, you know, Blue Jackets organization, us here at the Fan, and everybody here uh, in Central Ohio feel awesome about it. We love that you come on every week we're excited to do it again next week and through the season jeff we always appreciate the time man and again congratulations that was uh that's pretty amazing love it
8: yeah thanks man i appreciate it and and i appreciate all the support from everybody it really has been uh a little bit overwhelming and just you know from the organization even from the players from guys like you from some of the media guys uh it, it really means a lot so uh looking forward to uh uh, you know, I, I've been telling people I can see the light at the end of the tunnel now as far as this goes, and it's not a train, I don't think. So I think I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. and uh, we'll, we'll be on the links at some point in the near future.
3: Absolutely. That sounds great. You know, sign me up for that. There he goes, our man. We'll talk to you next week, Jeff, all right?
8: All right. Sounds good, guys.
3: Thank you. Absolutely. There he goes. Jeff Sobota, our Jackets insider, joining us on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Great stuff out of Jeff. Big four-pack of games coming up against the Carolina Hurricanes. And a massive congratulations uh, for him for kicking cancer's ass. Absolutely amazing. Uh, The Bears, they offered a massive trade package to the Seahawks for Russell Wilson. You're going to want to hear the details of this. Coming up next, Morning Juice right here on The Fan.
1: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by Home Depot. There is an accident on I-70 eastbound before Hilliard-Rome Road blocks the two left lanes. And traffic is stop and go from State Route 142. Also an accident on I-670 eastbound at 3rd Street. That one blocks the right lane. And on I-70 westbound after State Route 13, your right lane is blocked by a crash there. On I-71 northbound between Morse Road and State Route 161, your left lane is blocked because of water on the roadway. It's a good time to be a doer, and it's a good time to join Home Depot. They're hiring. No home improvement experience? No problem. They'll teach you. Apply at HomeDepot.com/careers or text jobs to five two two seven zero. Message and data rates apply. The Home Depot is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Heather Pasco for ninety seven point one The Fan Traffic.
1: Pour some donuts in a bowl and get on with it. This is Morning Juice.
3: Morning Juice. Right here on the fan, brain of Bean Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark, caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m. on this rainy Thursday edition of the program. Coming up here in the next 40 minutes or so, we're going to be giving away a one-hour range session to shoot point blank. Make sure that you are paying attention to what we say because we will play That's What He Said coming up around 8.20 and the winner will get a one-hour range session at point at shoot point blank. So uh, that will be great stuff coming up. So pay close attention to what we've got to say. So, General, we know the Bears uh, signed Andy Dalton. Uh, tell you what, man, Mike Tannenbaum really uh, let me down easily saying that they have the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. He told that to me yesterday, and they're well in line for the 2022 number one overall pick in the draft. At least the Bears tried, right? They can get ahead of this PR nightmare from Ryan Pace, who's the general manager over there. Uh, listen to this. According to Dan Patrick, Chicago offered, listen to this haul, Bob, three first round picks, a third round pick, and two unnamed starters for Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks passed. I mean, whoa. If that's what it takes to get Russ, then what in the world is it going to take to get Deshaun Watson? Now you could look at this situation and say, obviously the Bears have a pick that's in the, you know, in the high teens, low twenties. What's that going to do for anyone? That's not going to get you an elite level quarterback to replace Russ, but that's going to be the going, going treatment for these guys who want out and trade bargains, man. So that's a whole a heck of a lot on the table there for Chicago to put up. Obviously Seattle not interested in a rebuild. Pete Carroll being 70 years old, but my lord, what a whole heck of a lot for the Bears to give up. Now, it ultimately didn't happen, but still, that's what it's going to be. That's the going price for these quarterbacks, Bob. Well, it's not the
4: going price, uh, because you're right. they still didn't yeah, take it. Yeah, you're right. Like There was nothing going, okay? The comings and the goings, like, mm-hmm. hey, we we're offering this, um, but we weren't able to reach a market equilibrium being a meeting of the minds to be able to come to an agreement on this contract to trade. And so, as you look at this and, and see and I believe me I've, I've heard similar things maybe even a little bit more for Deshaun Watson and like at some point like what what can you give right. like I mean, give you four first rounders and that is how the quarterback position is valued now in the NFL which is just crazy why the why the Bears like Mike Tannenbaum told you <laughs> <laughs> I said this?
3: this I said Mike let Walk me off the edge here. No. Are they as bad as we think they're going to be? Yes, they are. They have the worst quarterback situation in the league. They are well in line to be the number one draft pick in 2022. Okay, didn't really walk me off no. the ledge. But you know what? At least you told me very calm, cool collectively.
4: I'll walk you off the ledge, Beam. He walked you to the ledge, mm-hmm. put his arm around you, and then threw you off of it. <laughs> I mean... It was it was unbelievable. a scene me in this, Batman
3: where he's jangling the guy off, like you know, this height's not going to kill me. Yeah, I plan on it. Drops him, breaks the leg. You're good to go.
4: Yeah, you're fine. I mean, it reminds <laughs> me of a scene in Braveheart where Longshanks kills the king, kills his son's like kind of quasi um, boyfriend slash. Yeah, yeah. Um, Military advisor, and he puts his arm around him. He walks him to the window, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Tell me, tell me, you're like, tell me, Mike, what advice would you give mm-hmm. me about the present situation?" He just threw you right out there. Felt like you're you're getting in a good spot, and then all of a sudden, poof! And you know why? Because he realizes, and he didn't say they're going to be the worst team in the NFL. He said they the worst quarterback situation. You wish they were going to be the worst team next year, because mm-hmm. then, well, he did. You know what he did say they'd be lined up to, to draft Slovis. I don't think they'll be that bad, though. That's the problem. I don't think they'll be in a situation to be able to take a quarterback number one overall because I think Andy Dalton will be decent. But as we saw, we talked about this yesterday. Teams now look at it: either you can win a title for me, or you yeah. can't. Right. And once I have established it, you can't see a Jared Goff. We're moving on. I don't care how much money we gave you, Carson Wentz. This thing's getting a little sideways. Normally in the past we'd stick and grind through this. Nope, not doing it anymore. We're moving on. Time to rebuild or reload or whatever. However you want to phrase it, and move forward. And so the Bears—they've got a good offense.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're not, do not, they not, have sorry. a good? I was, good Do defense. they have a good offense? Nope. I don't know. They do about not have that. a good offense. No. They, have a
4: re- <laughs> they have a really good defense. They had some decent skill players. Mm-hmm. Okay, offensive line. I don't think they had enough offensive creativity. that goes back on the coaches. Yeah. For the and mastermind
3: that is Matt Nagy,
4: you know it's a, you know, it's amazing. You know, when you've got a fantastic quarterback, it seems like you're a great offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you've been given an average to below average quarterback, then how good are you? And that's why I've always been impressed with coordinators like when you see a backup come in, yeah. all right, buddy, now it's time to earn your pay. All right. No one's paying you when Tom Brady's out there slinging the rock to Randy Moss. All of a sudden, now he goes down. You got guys coming in off the bench. All right, never played before. You got Nathan Peterman in the game. What Nathan, can you do with that guy? Well, he can throw four interceptions. Mm-hmm, three, you know, would be what I mean? that's, six. That's a, exactly that's a, <laughs> a little bit of what's going on there. But you know, when you have the backup come in now, now how do you operate? Oh. Oh, you take Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo and Rumpel Stilskin that thing and yeah. spin spin that that well, straw into gold at three and one. That's what we're talking about. And so Matt Nagy's never been able to do that. But anyway, as I digress from that, they they've brought in a guy that's going to make him a lot more okay, make him pretty mm. average. Yeah, like I don't think they're going to be terrible. Six and ten, maybe seven and nine, eight and eight and eight. B. Maybe they get you excited, get you a nine and seven. Mm-hmm. But three first round pick. I don't. You can't say that they didn't make a strong offer. Sure. Like, what else would you have asked them to do? Could they have possibly done? I mean, maybe throw Khalil Mack in there. Sure. But then all of a sudden, you know, do you not have your the defense, defense? isn't as good. <laughs> no, not even close. And you're bringing in Russell Wilson. And not that he's old, but, like, you want him to be in the prime and be ready to move mm-hmm. and be ready to go. Like, trading away three first-round draft picks and Khalil Mack, like, that's – essentially it's like five because you gave up two firsts to get him sure i mean holy smokes to be unprecedented it's unheard of so i just i don't know man i feel feel for i don't really feel for him because they did this to themselves they did mm-hmm. but you know ryan pace matt nagy You made your bed. Now you lay in it. You crawled down in that dumpster beam. (laughs) Now you got to lay in that thing. I'm
3: eating dumpster pancakes. Get out of there, Jackie. Get out of there. You can't be eating trash pancakes. Anyways, oh, man. So the Bears, they offered three first-round picks, two starters, and a third. Still couldn't get Russell Wilson. Now they get to deal with Andy Dalton all season. So that's good. They got that going for them, which is, of course, uh, pretty nice. Daily Schlegelism and time to get juice coming up next. Morning juice right here on The Fan.
1: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. We do have some wet roads and a few slow spots. I-70 eastbound before Hilliard-Rome Road, an accident blocks the two left lanes and you're stop-and-go approaching. On I-670 eastbound at 3rd Street, an accident blocks your right lane. And on I-71 northbound between Morris Road and State Route 161, your left lane is blocked because of water over the roadway. Sometimes a hiring freeze happens because you can't find the right people. So, follow the warm friend to Indeed. They have tools to help you find the quality candidates that you need to help your business. Learn more at Indeed.com/slash credit. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1, the fan traffic.
1: Attack and dominate your alarm clock. This is Morning Juice.
3: Morning Juice! Right here on The Fan, Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark, caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m. on this rain-filled Thursday edition of the program. Right now, time to get juiced. What's got you juiced?
5: Sponsored by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services.
3: Call today. Get it fixed today. Ah, so much to be juiced about. St. Patrick's Day yesterday. NCAA tournament games going on tonight. Before we get to any of that, Shark, hit me with some schlags. Absolutely, Beamer. Here you go. You want to get that caffeine just directly into your bloodstream, there's no better way than just
1: to chug that coffee. We just like to give everybody some side nuggets how to make their life you know a little bit better
3: side nugget gotta love a side nugget shark yeah, what's got you juiced
1: well uh i'm
2: driving into work this morning and i hear bobby carpenter on freddie and fitzsimmons hey, which you know that's not uh unusual he's on there a lot but what had me juiced was when he he was talking about receiver nelson Aguilar signing with the patriots and bobby said poof <laughs> uh, uh, not not poof david copperfield just poof and i uh i got juiced about that i was watching the blue jackets post practice presser yesterday before they flew down to raleigh and stepping to the microphone was um well not the microphone the the the, the laptop or the desktop or whatever <laughs> zoom is um anyway it was a guy i didn't recognize but after a second yeah. or two, I, I heard his voice. It was Nick Foligno. Didn't recognize him because he shaved his head. And he was asked about
8: it. I went for it, man. No maintenance. It's pandemic. I'm tired of worrying about a haircut. So I said, to hell with it. My yeah. wife likes it. That's all that matters.
2: You That's know, an amazing answer. It, it was... Uh, it, it, it was a little startling at first to see that, it, you know, kind of like when uh, when B Carb Three cut his hair after you know like six years. But uh, uh, I'll get used to to Felino with the shaved head, Bobby. What has you juiced?
4: Six years, Shark? That's How long all was getting? it? It was a decade. Oh
2: my Woo! gosh! <laughs> yeah, I started
4: grow, I started growing that stuff my junior year in college at the end of my sophomore year, but I had it from essentially two thousand three. I cut it after I got done in the February of 2013. Wow. So, yeah, I, mean, I, I had that for a long time. My wife signed up for what I have now, and then about two months later, I promptly didn't get a haircut for about three years. So not exactly what she got, a little false advertisement. Um, love Schlegs. You know what we're all about? Chugging coffee and side mm-hmm. nuggets. Exactly. That's what the morning juice is. Mm-hmm. So what's got me juiced today, last night, it's awesome, the social media, a lot of Terrible things with it. A lot of great things with it. One of the great things. There was about a nine-minute video that the Detroit Lions yeah. put out, uh, narrated by Matt Stafford. What he was able to do in that city, what mm-hmm. the city meant to him, how he was able, you know, to you know, build become a man there. And that's essentially. I mean, he gets there. He's twenty-one years old. Over the last ten years, you know, he took a team that was zero sixteen when they drafted him. You know, three years later, ten and six, and in the playoffs. And you know, Matt, Matt Stafford. I don't think he's valued highly in the media as he is with coaches and players and uh, especially with Michael Brockers, yeah, <laughs> especially with Michael Brockers I watched that last yeah. night, you know I'm seeing some of the games and some of the things that you know we were a part of, and uh, the first time we made the playoffs we you know we go out and we take the lap around the stadium inside all the fans stayed in there, you know go around, and you could could feel the energy. With Detroit, because it's a similar city to Cleveland, man. These mm-hmm. Rust Belt towns, they're yeah. proud, they're tough, they want a team that embodies that, man. And Matt Stafford embodied. He went from a guy who had the injury tag, the injury label early in his career. And I never watched a guy play through more injuries, not complain about everything, anything. Him and Calvin Johnson were absolutely fantastic. And to watch that last night before I went to bed, I'm like, I, I can't sleep now. It took me like another mm-hmm. 15 minutes. I was so emotional watching it and seeing it just. Being proud to call that guy a teammate, proud to call him a friend and everything and how tough he is, man. He is absolutely, he personifies what it means to be a pro and a pro in a city like Detroit, Michigan. Absolutely fantastic. Matt Stafford's one of the best. And then, Beam, I told you we had state day presentations on my daughter's birthday yesterday. Yep. Put a little bit out on social media. People saw it. They liked it. And so then the question was, after her birthday, forget about the cake and everything else. How did the presentation go? Mm-hmm. Her teacher was very proud of her. Actually, she had some kind words to say That's to awesome. my wife when she picked him up from school. So very, very proud of my little girl, McLean, who turned 10 yesterday and dominated, attackinated, if you will, Beam, mm-hmm. her, uh, her state presentation about the state of Texas and everything that went into that. So very, very proud. What has you juiced today, Beam?
3: Yeah, that's pretty amazing. What's got me juiced? Maxwell Moldovan, a freshman Buckeye golfer, number two in the country right now. Number two college golfer in the country. That's amazing. Jay Mosley, our guy over there, is doing amazing stuff. That's got me juiced. NCAA Tournament has got me juiced. Buckeye Spring Ball, that starts tomorrow. That's got me juiced. we got plenty of time to go over all of it. Hour number three coming up next. Morning juice right here on The Fan
1: from the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by CoinFlip. The accident on I-70 eastbound before Hilliard-Rome Road has just cleared. Still watch for heavy delays. Things are still stop and go in the area. Also, there's an accident on I-670 eastbound at 3rd Street blocking the right lane and on I-71 northbound between Morris Road and State Route 161. Your left lane is blocked also have a number of street accidents reported as well. Going to be a little bit slow thanks to the wet roads. Ready to buy Bitcoin? CoinFlip makes it simple, safe, and speedy. Get Bitcoin before you get back to your car. Visit coinflip.tech to find your nearest CoinFlip ATM and use promo code CoinFlip2021 for 15% off fees on your first transaction. I'm Heather Pascoe, 97.1, The Fan Traffic.
1: There's a fine line between intensity and insanity. We don't know which side this show is on. This is Morning Juice.
3: Morning Juice, right here on The Fan. Hour number three of the program on a Thursday. Brandon Beam, the General, Bobby Carpenter, and our fearless leader and producer, Mark the Shark. Caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m. Hopefully everybody's attacking and dominating through their morning just like we are. If you'd like to follow along for the fun on Twitter, you can do so at Morning Juice 971 Talk to Rick Reichert in the 6 o'clock hour. Talk to our man, Jackets Insider, Jeff Sobota, in the 7 o'clock hour. And coming up about a half hour from now, our man from the Ohio State Sports Network going to be making the trip out west tomorrow, Ronnie Stokes. He's going to join us to talk all things Buckeyes as they get ready to take on Oral roberts so if you miss those interviews you want to listen to them at morning juice 971 on twitter is where you go to be able to do that also if you're unable to listen all three hours of the program if you're not we got you covered with a podcast so all you need to do go on any of your podcasting platforms type in morning juice hit the subscribe button and please be kind enough to drop us a review general you are on twitter at b carb three i am there at brandon beam at 971 and mark the shark is there at shark on sports right now time for a re-rack Keeping you informed about what's trending this morning.
1: It's time for a little re-rack on Morning News. Sponsored by Billiards Plus, the largest selection of pool
3: tables in Central Ohio. All right, before we get to what's on the docket for hour number three, it's time for some madness. So I want to let you know, if you're laying around in your house and your soft clothes, remember to tune into the games on 10TV. And then all the talk about the games right here on The Fan. For more details on how to operate your TV and radio, please visit the year 1957 right here I on The Fan. I was waiting for that. Uh, Ohio for Sports more, Destination.
4: <laughs> for more details about how to operate your TV and radio, I'm like, I can't wait to hear what this is going to be. Because if you don't know how to... My, my four and a half year old son can somehow navigate through our smart, smart TV apps and find what he wants to watch. So I can't, I don't know if I can help you anymore. Like, what if you can't find a way to find CBS? I, mean, just I do support. I mean I
3: don't know how to find true TV. Like it's always the time of the year, right, where it's like, I never watched true TV and now I'm gonna have to find it to watch these games. That's the that, one thing I have trouble with.
4: True TV is the one. You know, the mm-hmm. TNT, the TBS, those are kind of easier to find. The true TV, obviously a little bit more difficult, but heck, three or four in bad. And so they're usually putting the first like the, the games in ascending order from good to bad based upon quality and network. So true TV is usually being getting a little bit of the leftovers there. Mm-hmm. But there's some good games on. But like listen, if you can see three of the four, there was a day where you only got to watch the game that was on CBS yeah. was being played in front of you. And my friend, his dad was a basketball coach. Right red bias he had a like an old school satellite dish one that looked like an actual satellite it was mm-hmm. like Sputnik and you could he could get you know the different CBS affiliates from around the country and so that would oh, give him the ability amazing. yeah it was awesome and like that was like the mid 90s like oh my gosh like how much does this cost it was like i mean it was pretty expensive I'm like yeah of course you've got Sputnik out there in your yard mm-hmm. they had to shoot that into space to be able to get these different <laughs> get these different games <laughs> And now like people are complaining like I can't find it on the channel. Oh, the problem is there's too many channels. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have too many opportunities. Just then you know what? Go back to 1995, lock it on CBS and then eat whatever they feed you. All right? That's your other option. So I don't want to hear the complaining anymore.
3: Or go back longer, Bob, and just watch the games on tape delay and not even know what's happening in real time. I mean, you could do that. I love the uh, miracle on ice. So yeah, you're right about that. I mean, we've got, first of all, we've got way too many options. We live in a society where we have just way too many options for everything. I don't want that much choice. I don't want that much pressure to have to make those decisions.
4: Well, and that's part, that's part of life. When you start getting there, it's, why, well, any big decision Beam. Mm-hmm. I have my wife limit it down to three. It took, when I was getting my MBA, mm-hmm. uh, they start talking about selection sets. And like, can you just get in the selection set? You need to be a, have a, a qualifier to get you in there. Because then, once you're in the selection set, you have a shot. But there's so many options. People just get overwhelmed. So you need to make sure you have the key things to get in there. And then maybe you can start winning some orders. But I tell my wife, break it down. To give me three. Okay? Want to go out to dinner? Okay. You suggest two, Mm -hmm. I might suggest one, and we'll go from there. Don't start rattling off more things because adding more into the mix Mm -hmm. is, oh, how about this place? No, 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 That sounds pretty
3: good. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. They all sound good, Mm.
4: okay? Now we're having a hard time. I was, like, being able to compare the three things in my mind. I can't make a Venn diagram for 27 different things <laughs> on what I like and dislike about all these different restaurants. Let me just do three and we'll be good. I can't have this thing looking like the Olympic rings that sprawls out for eight different, 80 different things. So yeah, getting that little, the three bagger beam, it's like a nice little simple, multiple choice, a little more than true, false, but not, not, not quite the four or five. Three is really the way to go.
3: Yeah, I'm with you on that. It really is the perfect number. you got four games tonight in the NCAA tournament, uh, General. So uh, tonight, starting off here in about 10 hours from now at five ten. No, that's less than 10 hours from now. It's nine hours from now. You have Texas Southern and Mount St. Mary's making their first ever NCAA tournament appearance. That game starts at 5 o'clock. Going to have to fire up the old True TV for that one. Uh, so Mount St. Mary's one-point favorite in that one. They'll obviously lead into the number one seed game. At 6.27 on TBS, Drake and Wichita State. That game gets going, pair of an 11 seed being able to uh, get their way into the NCAA tournament. believe the winner of that one takes on USC. And then uh, at 8.40, App State and Norfolk State. And then the big one, which just blows my mind. Here's another thing that I don't understand about TV, is that this game is being played at Mackey Arena. Twenty-seven, 27, count um, count them up final four appearances between the UCLA Bruins and the Michigan State Spartans, and that game starts at 9.57. The tournament's being hosted in Indy. Who cares about the West Coast? You got all the teams right here in the Midwest. Let's fire these games up at 2 o'clock. Get that to be a 7 o'clock star. Poof David Copperfield. I don't know why that game's got to go off at 10. I'm thrilled that the NCAA tournament is back, but still, that is just egregious to me. So anyways, those are your four games today general
4: yeah what's interesting is normally today we'd be starting around noon anyway so the fact that they couldn't tip some of this stuff off at two three o'clock What's the argument for not being able to do that? When
3: usually you have a two-pack of games on Tuesday and Wednesday, but you got all four of them today. Why can't we just get them earlier in the day?
4: That's what I'm saying. And they normally start on Thursday anyway, so then you have more of your classic March Madness schedule to where you feel like you could really start vegging out. Although today, people don't lock in quite as much because why? Mm-hmm. It doesn't impact your bracket because they don't want you to have to make extra picks, so you get the benefit of getting both teams should you You know, choose one of those, uh, teams to win in those, you know, 6-11 matchups and different things like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a great point, Beam. I mean, I understand, you know, the, the UCLA draw and the appeal of that, but nobody cares about them out there anyway anymore.
3: No, they sure don't. It's not like they're racking up titles left and right. It'd be different if they were a number one seed. I mean, for God's sake, you're in a playing game against Michigan State. Like, people aren't staying up anyways to watch their Bruins out there. So, anyways, 957, your last tip time. UCLA, Michigan State, big one tonight. I like the winner of that one to really get through uh, and do some damage in their bracket. So, uh, Michigan State... Big one, big one tonight at 10 o'clock against the Bruins. NFL free agency action general. A lot of questions surrounding this guy in Cleveland. The Browns have, uh, had made the option, uh, available. They've exercised their option on tight end David Njoku for 2021. Yeah. Uh, so he gets a $6 million, uh, tender option on his new, uh, new contract. So, uh, he's got his fifth year coming in Cleveland a lot. Remember in the beginning of last year, uh, when they went out and they signed Austin Cooper and they drafted Harrison Bryant. David Njoku rumors swirling around that he wanted to be traded. That has been a big storyline of the offseason. What were the Browns going to do with Njoku? You know, were were they going to not exercise that option? What was going to happen? So David Njoku back in Cleveland for another year, man. So it seems to be uh, that Kevin Stefanski came in there right away and kind of tempered those tempered those feelings that he wanted out of Cleveland.
4: Yeah, and I don't know if he wanted out. He just wanted to be part of the offense. And he here's the thing: he knew his contract was running up, running down, and so he wasn't going to have much time left. And he wanted to make sure he could put uh, enough on paper, enough on film, if you will, to be able to get one of those big deals coming up when he's a free agent. And so I understand that he wanted to try to play and be out there as much as he possibly could be. And so he just wanted those opportunities. And he saw what they did. You know, they bring in other guys. How? Where am I going to fit in? But he's done a good job. He's rounded himself out. You know, he's been a better blocker than I think people imagined he could be. Mm -hmm. Now he's always had that athleticism. He always has the ability to make the great catch. Can he just be consistent? Because I think David Njoku can still be you know, a top-flight tight end in this league. He just has to continue to work at it, so hopefully you'll be able to see some of that, the fruits of those labors this year.
3: He may be one of the most imposing physical specimens I've ever seen in my entire life, Bob. Like, he is just, I don't know, go look on his Instagram, man. If you've ever seen him with his shirt off, like, good Lord. Like, that guy is just built out of marble. And so, you know, I'm going to be fascinated to see what Kevin Stefanski do do uh kind of with this three tight end systems we know that they love to use them right i mean what they did last year was pretty damn good so browns fans you got david and joku back as another weapon jackets in action tonight big one against carolina down there in charlotte big four pack of games general coming up two on the road and then two at home against carolina you need to start racking up some points here as we get towards uh the beginning of the middle of the end for the season
4: yeah, you're right there. I mean, you're four points behind the Blackhawks. You mm-hmm. both have played 30 games. The four spot is probably the only one you're realistically going to be able to get into at this point. You know, it's just the top, the Lightning, um, the Lightning, you know, the Panthers, the Hurricanes. They, they've yeah. kind of separated a little bit. Now, if you take three or four from the Hurricanes, now there might be a chance to potentially mm-hmm. catch them. Now, that's going to be tough. They've smacked you around a lot. They've scored a ton of goals on you. Got to win, I think, a couple games ago against them. But you've got to find a way to play better defense against this team. They're offensively very explosive. You have to keep them out of your net. I don't want to see that red light spinning around with whoever's in net, whether it be Corpy or Elvis. These guys can play better. Blue line starting to play better. This team's starting to look a little bit. Signs like what you think it could be. But process isn't getting it done. Process needs to lead to results right now, and they have half a season to do it. I'm not going to sit here and say that it can't be done. I think it'll be difficult. It'll be a tall order, but we've watched this team make runs every year uh, for the last four years. So until they don't make that run, I want to believe that it's in there.
3: What's on the Buckeyes' spring football checklist? We're going to take a peek at the most pressing needs for the Buckeyes coming up as they get spring ball underway tomorrow. We'll do that next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan.
1: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by CoinFlip I-71 northbound between Morris Road and State Route 161. There's a crash and your left lane is blocked. Traffic is stop and go from Cook Road. Also watch for some water in the roadway in that area. On I-70 eastbound before Hilliard-Rome Road, the accident there has cleared and traffic is slow but improving. And you're slow on I-71 southbound between I-670 and I-70. CoinFlip is the world's leading Bitcoin ATM operator. CoinFlip makes buying Bitcoin so flippin' easy. Find your nearest CoinFlip ATM at coinflip.tech. Use promo code COINFLIP2021 for 15% off fees on your first transaction. I'm Heather Pascoe for 97.1, the fan traffic.
1: Get up, then get fired up.
4: This is good. Get your hip flexors going, inner thigh, everything. This is Morning Juice.
3: Morning Juice, right here on The Fan. Brandon Beam, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark, attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. here on this Thursday edition of the program. 8.20 on a Thursday. That can only mean one thing. Time to play, if that's what he said. General, what is the winner of That's What He Said going to win today?
4: Oh, goodness, Beam, it's a fantastic prize. It is a one-hour of range time at shoot point blank, equivalent to $35 in value. They've got two locations off 23 North, up in Lewis Center, and then also two hundred and seventy uh, down in Grove City. Beautiful lanes, wide open spaces, clean. They've got all the knowledge there that you need. They've got plenty of supplies. You can go in there and talk to them. Very, very knowledgeable. They've got unbelievable classes if you want to get your CCL, uh, safety, firearm safety, or anything else. Check out the guys at Shoot Point Blank, and we play. That's what that's what he said. Beam, you answered the question right. You get the hour of free-range time. Yeah,
3: exactly. 614-821-9710 is the phone number. Hopefully you're listening in the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Like I said, 614-821-9710. Get the right answer to end our man Shark, and you will be the winner of the one-hour range session for Shoot Point Blank. How many combined Final Fours are playing tonight between Michigan State and UCLA? Get that into Shark, and you will be the winner of the one-hour range session right there. So Ryan Day yesterday uh, spoke to the media general, and really, we didn't have spring ball at all last year. So the freshman who came in last year uh, didn't have any of that. They had an accelerated four Fall camp. Ryan Day yesterday, this is about a minute long, and I thought it was great from Ryan, says that even though the freshmen are coming in, he feels like he's got two freshman classes to coach this year.
6: It's really like you have two freshman classes, you have two classes of guys that really haven't been through any of this before. So this is all really, really important. And uh, it, it's great to just get back to work of fundamental like that was the thing that I think hit our entire staff as we started talking about fundamentals and techniques. Um, and we just found ourselves on both sides of the ball going back to like just basic hand placement, uh, pad level, uh, how we teach, you know, certain things on, um, you know, uh, stance and start and just really starting at, at the base level uh, because a lot of those things didn't happen last year through the spring with our young players. So we're really starting at day one and then rebuild you know, building this thing as we go. And, uh, and so that's really exciting. And, and I think... Our young guys really, really need that. And so this is, this spring is an opportunity to do that. And then as we head into the preseason, we'll just continue to build on it.
3: It's imperative for these guys to get reps, Bob. And I know, like you think you've been playing football for so long, or whatever. Some of these guys, you know, start when they're you know six, seven years old. Other guys pick it up in junior high along the way, and other guys start when they're freshmen. And so, you know, whether or not you know you have been playing for a long time or not, you have to be taught these fundamentals. And it's incredibly important to understand the process that goes into it. And so, when Ryan's talking about, he's got two freshmen, you know, basically classes coming in that need that coaching. That's a heck of a task ask that not only Ohio State's going to have to do but really every team in college football is going to be kind of implementing that I would imagine.
4: Oh yeah. I mean it's the same situation for everyone for the most part. I mean there were some schools that were able to get more in but still developmentally like mm-hmm. everybody this year is going to be stunted. You're not going to you didn't get the time with the guys. And, you know, you had guys sitting out for weeks, the Big Ten, three weeks at a time, some other, you know, conferences, you know, 10 days, two weeks, but that's hard. It's hard to have any continuity or development when that's how your freshman year is going.
3: Yeah, it really is. And so it's just it's imperative this spring for the Buckeyes to be able to do that. We all know the story of the Buckeyes season is going to be quarterback three way battle. Kyle McCord, freshman out of St. Joseph's prep out of Philly. Uh you have CJ Stroud and Jack Miller who are here last year. None of these guys have thrown a collegiate pass, Bob. Uh and so you look at this situation, you know, going back to the last time that we had a quarterback battle on our hand, you can look back and say all right, Joe Burrow and Dwayne Haskins, like, that's great, you know, and it worked out pretty well for both guys. Both ended up being first-round picks. Joe won the Heisman and national title, obviously, down at LSU. Dwayne threw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, so it worked out well here uh, as well. But Ryan has never had a quarterback battle on his hand, uh, and here he was yesterday. We'll go to 45607 Shark. What the process is of going through his first quarterback battle here at Ohio State. What you
6: can do is you can't get in a daily battle with the guy next to you you know, you're in a room in a unit where you're all playing the same position typically only one place so that's a unique um situation in, in in football um but i've been in those rooms my whole life and what you find is the guys who fight it the guys who you know end up in this kind of battle with the guy next to them and, and it becomes uh you know friction there it, it's not good for either group or it's, either guy
3: I was going to say, uh, sorry for cutting Coach Day off right there. I thought he was done, but it's not like me, me cheering on for Scotty Vegas or Anthony Rothman to miss a putt on the 17th green when there's money on the line. Like, no, no, it's not like that, Bob. You have to come and be ready and mentally and physically prepare every single day to you, to be your best. And if your best isn't enough, man, you can go home and you can sleep happy about that, knowing that you got edged out. This is iron sharpens iron. This is big time ball. It's Ohio State football you're talking about. But the way that Ryan Day handles this situation at his first quarterback competition, is going to be obviously the biggest storyline of the off season.
4: Well, yeah, I mean this is his first major test of trying to figure this out of who's going to be his quarterback and how it's going to look and you know all those different things. So it's uh it's an exciting time. That goes back to my question, Beam, would you rather watch the 2-hour It's a great question. 2-hour inside Ohio State quarterback room, um NFL film style, I'll even resurrect Ed Sable to be the narrator oh, for my. you. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pull that, drop that on there. Would you rather watch two hours of that, or watch Ohio State smoke? Uh, hopefully, hopefully smoke Oral Roberts in a two fifteen matchup here today, and so those or tomorrow, those are your two options. And you can still watch the rest of the NCAA tournament, but you can only watch one or the other with a little highlight package off of each, and get that insight into how this quarterback battle is looking. I'm telling you, man, if they aired that in Columbus, and it was like. Every day after practice they mm-hmm. had the the quarterback battle and people like doing some voiceovers breaking down the throws and maybe hear a little Ryan Day and some of the coaches mic'd sure. up commenting on them. I mean, it would be must-watch television. People would be locked onto that thing. Maybe we should try to Break in there and just try to stream that thing for the fan. It'd be fantastic.
3: I mean, that would be pretty amazing. And so the crazy thing is, like, you feel like, you know, the walls have been up over there, Bob, for, you know, a year now, right? I mean, nobody has been able to go into that building. Nobody's been able to cover it. And even you, like, obviously around the program a lot, a lot of familiarity with the players and the coaches. And you have a great relationship with the people over there. Uh, and you haven't been allowed to go. So, like, the last time that we had a quarterback competition, like I mentioned, it was Joe Burrow and Dwayne Haskins. You had a pretty good feel as to what was going to happen because you're able to see those guys and be able to watch with your own two eyeballs. And this one, man, like, it is just going on the coaches and what they say. Like, we have really no idea of what is happening over there. And I think that's why it's so intriguing.
4: No, it really is. And media's not getting in there, you know, alumni former players it's just and it's it's a, f- a function of them needing to get to work in, and the more people that are there, the greater risk of something happening. So it's it's uh it's a tough it's a tough thing and unfortunately hopefully this soon this will get peeled back and we'll be able to see a little bit of what's inside and that's like an onion beam it's got layers mm-hmm. you got to peel back and figure out What about it a
3: parfait? Out. Shrek. Is that like an a, onion as well? A, par- <laughs> a parfait?
4: I like the parfait you got a little ice cream, mm-hmm. you got a little chocolate, you know, syrup, some fudge whatever you got in there. Some more ice cream, some that. And then Rothman's favorite is the nuts that you sprinkle mm, on the top. That the really nuts. sets it apart. You mm. get that nice peanut butter parfait over at Dairy Queen, mm. one of the best. We used to get those after church sometimes if we were good. That was our incentive to be quiet and not act like hooligans. <laughs>
3: they are delicious, I will tell you oh, that. Oh, they're but so great. I think you posed a great question, right? If it was up to you, you can tweet at us, at Morning Juice 971 at BCARP3, or at Brandon Beam 971 If you had the opportunity for what you said, what you just laid out there, Bob, I mean, whatever you want. Sable, Liev Schreiber, hard knock style, old school NFL films. All three quarterbacks mic'd up. Coaches, inside look into the Buckeyes quarterback battle. Uh, day one of practice this or you had the opportunity to watch Ohio State take on Oral Roberts in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And what you haven't seen a game in over 710 days for the NCAA tournament. Which way are you leaning? Which way would you go? We could put together a nice 90 second, two minute highlight package for you to watch the game, but it's one or the other. Which way would you lean? And I think we both were in that, you know, 55, 45, 60 40 category for the people here in Columbus. I think a lot of those people, especially with it being a 15 2 matchup, are going to go with the quarterback battle because of how intriguing it is
4: absolutely you know and that's i said i've been i get proposed that question probably twice a day mm-hmm. and i don't see that many people at this point in my life yeah. with, with everything that's going on and that usually that 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 question comes up about five minutes or less into the conversation so i think that there's a real appetite for it and a thirst for that knowledge beam yeah, maybe thirsty we can, fans.
3: Mm-hmm, we can just give the people what they want. Carp, like you said. I mean, really, just break in, break in over there. Stream, you know, strap a GoPro on, get a couple of microphones in there, and we can sell it on one of Evil Bald Collins' favorite. You know, I mean, uh, you know, just dark web websites. So there you go. I think that's a million dollar idea. Our man from the Ohio State Sports Network, Ronnie Stokes, he's going to join us to talk some Buckeye hoops next morning. Juice right here on the fan
1: from the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: Good morning. This check of traffic is sponsored by Delsom Cough. We do have some rain in the area, so wet roads, and that's leading to some slowdowns. Now, on I-71 northbound between Morse Road and State Route 161, an accident there blocks the left lane, and you will find some water in the roadway, so traffic is stop and go from Cook Road. Also, on South High Street at Row Road, there is an accident. A couple of other surface street accidents as well, so be sure and use caution. You could continuously cough for hours on end, or you could take Delsum Cough. Delsum Cough gives you 12 cough relief hours to help accomplish anything you want. Don't let coughing get in the way of your day. Try Delsum Cough and make the most of the next 12 hours. Visit Delsum D-E-L-S-Y-M dot com Use as directed. I'm Heather Pasco for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. There's
1: no better way to start your morning. Well, there's one way, but Beamer isn't legally allowed to do that anymore. You're listening to Morning
3: Morning Juice, right here on the fan, Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark, caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m. here in a Thursday edition of the program. Right now we're going to head out to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline, checking with a good friend of the program from the Ohio State Sports Network, one half of the dynamic duo, Paul Keels, and of course, Ronnie Stokes. Ron, happy Thursday, bud. Happy NCAA Tournament. What's happening?
0: Hey, it is a great time of the year, something that all of us did not experience last season. So, uh, um, yeah, excited about going over to, uh, Indiana later today with Skip and Paul and, uh, getting a chance to call a game in person here.
3: Yeah, it's going to be pretty amazing, Ron. You guys haven't been on the road all season long, so I know that's going to conjure up some feelings. You didn't get to do it last year, so I'm sure you're going to be in lockdown when you get there, so no no nice night out in the town in West Lafayette, uh, which I'm sure you always enjoy, but I'm glad that you guys are being able to watch these games actually in person. That's pretty amazing, uh, and give our listeners a great experience, as you always do. But, you know, Ronnie, we were talking about this a couple of days ago, where you know nobody got to play in the NCAA tournament last year. The last time that you were in it EJ Liddell wasn't on the team I mean you look at Dwayne he was a freshman not getting a lot of minutes CJ was ineligible not ineligible but came over as a transfer you look at this justice suing has never made an NCAA tournament at Cal you look at the situation that this team finds itself in two seed heading into the NCAA tournament going up against Oral Roberts you call it winning time famously on the broadcast like I mean what's the nerve level going to be like for these guys Ron because it's been a while since anybody's experienced this
0: well, it's it's kind of an unknown because it's still not your typical NCAA, right? Because you know normally in NCAA you have that mandatory one hour practice where mm-hmm. you go out and and a lot of the, a lot of the times it's just a stressing session for most coaches and most players. But uh, you get in front of the, the the fans and it's the bright lights and then you have the the great interview session behind the scenes where you get up on the podium and you get interviewed and you can just appreciate. Going through this incredible time, and then of course you're playing in front of um, you know tens of thousands of fans and so forth. Well, all that's gone. It's different. You know, you're isolated in your room. You don't have the public um, relationships like you would because of the fact that uh, the pandemic, and, and you're basically playing in a small, smaller venue in terms of fans. So I still think that it's not going to be as much pressure as it would typically be going through a normal NCAA. Experience It's still NCAA, but it's not like it would be in the past.
4: So, Ronnie, I mean, I'm sitting here, I filled up my bracket last night, and as I'm going through this, you've got obviously four Ohio State te- or four Big Ten teams seated in the top, you know, four uh, top eight opportunities there with ones and two seeds. You've got them scattered throughout. I have a ton of Big Ten teams moving forward. Just watching this season unfold and how the teams played against each other i think like it's very talented and you have a lot of complete teams am i wrong in thinking that i know we've been told it's the best conference all year but you know is this the year that you know they make a big push and that the national champion could finally come out of the big 10 after 20 years
0: well that's been a knock on the big 10 right we're we're a good conference uh we get teams to the uh the suite into the tournament into the sweet 16 and in many cases into the elite eight and final four but we can't win it, right? The last team that's done it is Michigan State. So I hope this is the year. I think we improve our our chances. When I say we, I talk as I'm part of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. We increase our chances if we get more than one team into the dance. Um, I do think there's some, some credence to the fact that every single game, for the most part, you're being challenged. From beginning to end, you have to make what I call, as you just mentioned, mm-hmm. winning time plays during – meaningful games throughout the Big Ten. So that has got to help all of these Big Ten teams once they get in those pressure field moments down the stretch where you need a stop, you need to get an execution on the offensive end. you got to have that connectivity between your coach and your point guard. All of that has been like every game for the Big Ten. So i got to believe that's going to help them during the NCAA tournament.
3: You know the voice, Ron Stokes, joining us in the Bright Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. And, you know, Ronnie, 15 seed coming in, Oral Roberts, high-flying team, man. They throw up 33s a game. Uh, I think they're the eighth most efficient three-point shooting team in the NCAA tournament. Positive side for the Buckeyes, they are the uh, least effective defensive team. I mean, what are you expecting out of Oral Roberts and Ohio State tomorrow? Are we going to be in for a nice little midday shootout here in uh, West Lafayette? Yeah, it's
0: going to be scoring. Uh, you know, when you look that oral robbers; they don't turn it over. They're very efficient. High, high level score name is so they 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 got uh, some really good players.
3: Oh no, I think we lost Ron. That's no. They game. had a chance. They had is. a chance.
0: Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, now. Yep. Yeah, yep.
3: Yeah, we're good.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, so you look at oral robbers; they don't turn it over that much. Great, great player in Amos, and and so you you know they're going to be efficient. But at the same time, if you're Ohio State, you do what you've been doing all year long. And and I and I said this uh, here in the last couple of days that how they that win against Minnesota was so important for from a confidence standpoint. And now you you go to the next game, the third, and then you lose to Illinois. But this team, in my opinion, has the confidence level when they won seven in a row, right in ten of eleven during that stretch of the season. They are at that confidence level, and I think that's a great place for this Ohio State team.
4: So, Ronnie, you know, I'd heard somebody comment to this to me about this. You could see how gassed the team was in the final against Illinois. I mean, they, they were drained, obviously, at the end, and not having Kyle Young to be in that rotation and just playing four games in four days – you know, you get almost a week off. You get you know four and a half days to really rest up. Is that enough time? Are you any? Is there any worry about fatigue heading into this weekend, given how much energy they expended with such a short rotation?
0: It's a concern. There's no question about it. But I, I do believe that this is not typical NCAA. You normally with the Big Ten playing late into Sunday. There's that that fear that you're going to play on Thursday. Well, that didn't happen. They're playing Friday. The the biggest concern anyone would have as an Ohio State fan is what's the status of Kyle Young? Will he be able to play? And if he does play, will he be Kyle Young? We all know that when he came back from the first concussion safety protocol, he was not himself in his first game back. This is pretty much the same situation. Then you throw in the fact this is second time going through this type of concussion protocol. So that's the biggest concern. But I think from a mental standpoint, they're going to be refreshed, not facing another Big Ten team. I think that goes a long way with all the Big Ten teams.
3: Ronnie, you're the absolute best. Enjoy the trip. Tell Skip and uh, Paul that we said hey. And uh, you know what? We may just do this again, call you randomly. I know we uh, we caught you off guard this morning. So, I mean, maybe we might, might we might just call you, who knows, next Wednesday or something at this same time. Ronnie, have a great trip, and uh, we'll talk again soon, okay? All right.
0: Go, Bucks. Take care.
3: Absolutely. There he goes. Our man from the Ohio State Sports Network, Ron Stokes, joining us on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. We got on and Shark was like, yeah, Ron had no clue we were doing this. I'm like, I thought I texted him yesterday, but. I don't know. Apparently, I didn't hit the send button, Bob. So just calling Ron. I mean, God love him. He picks up the phone anyway. So uh, it was nice enough to give us eight minutes here uh, before 9 o'clock on a Thursday. Big game tomorrow. The Buckeyes and Oral Roberts, of course. 2 o'clock coverage begins right here on The Fan. We'll wrap things up on a Thursday. Coming up next, Morning Juice right here on The Fan. From the
1: Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by Discover on I-71 northbound between Morris Road and State Route 160. Your left lane is blocked due to water on the roadway and that has traffic stop and go from Cook Road. Also, there is an accident on Bright Road at Sawmill Road. Discover matches all of the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like they're cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cashback match. Only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover. Brighter. I'm Heather Pascoe for 97.1, The Fan Traffic.
1: Live, local, loud, very loud.
3: This is Morning Juice. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark, caffeinating and dominating our way to 9 a.m. Last segment for us here on Thursday. Man, got a lot happening today. Jackets in action tonight. 6.30 coverage begins right here on the fan. First four action over at Assembly Hall and Mackey. Michigan State, UCLA, the late game, 10 o'clock. Still don't understand why that's happening. Man, but a lot happening. Jackets, you know, nice little four-pack of games here, General. Tomorrow we're on the eve of the NCAA tournament. Uh, and here we go. Our daily fan poll is sponsored by Rikert Nissan. And today's fan poll at 971thefan.com or on Twitter. At nine seven one, the fan. What's uh oh, hold on? I messed that up. Anyways, how much of the NCAA
4: tournament? There we go. Well, Smooth landing yeah. beam. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yeah,
3: thank you. Let's just uh, redirect. You know, downshift and uh, turn the other way, like the Camaro in the snow, Bob. Just weaving in and out of traffic. Had a uh, had a different question ready to go for tomorrow on the prep sheet, and then I realized we had a different one today. How much of the NCAA tournament will you watch? None, some, most, or until my eyeballs bleed. I'm an eyeball bleeder, man. I will watch every single second of this tournament. I will ingest as much as I physically can.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm probably the same. I'm somewhere between most of it and eyeballs bleeding. You know, it's tough you, you get more uh, obligations in life and having four. You mean your life doesn't stop,
3: Bob, when the NCAA tournament comes on?
4: <laughs> My kids still have practices. They still have to get fed. We still have things going on. I believe when I was younger, I'd sit there, I'd watch every game all day long until the wee hours of the morning. At some point in time, I'm like, okay, I need to be functional on Saturday, so I need to get that done. And, you know, I'll watch a lot of it, but there's going to be times I have to dip out. And the good news, you can watch some of it on your phone and everything now, so that's uh, that's a positive as well. So I'll watch a lot, but I, I, I can't watch all of it anymore.
3: I don't know. I mean, I, I'm. I I'll tell you one thing. Uh, once the jackets are over tonight, I'm, I'm not staying up for that Michigan State UCLA game. Like it's just, it's not happening. So quit asking. In the words of Nick Saban, ridiculous how it's at 10 o'clock tonight. So once the jackets get over tonight, general, I think I'm gonna fall asleep. And uh, hopefully, you know, we wake up tomorrow, beautiful blue skies here in Central Ohio. Jackets get a nice two points against the Canes, and the official start of March Madness. Like that sounds like a show that you could interest me in. And also, side nugget, what we're into here on Morning Juice, the start of spring football. Are you kidding me? We got AJ tomorrow. We got Hembo. I mean, it's going to be loaded tomorrow, General. It's going to be amazing.
4: Yeah, you get that nice uh, NCAA tournament quiz going on, Beam. So oh. I can't wait to hear historically what's going on there for some sneaky Hembo as he slowly bludgeons us to death with some fantastic questions so play along it'll be fun it'll be in the eight o'clock hour i know he's amped up about it. he reached out to me oh, hey God. i'm off friday you want to do this at eight o'clock live why not let's yeah. go
3: i mean it really is going to be a bludgeoning so anyways general that sounds like so much fun if they allow us to do a show again tomorrow on a march madness edition what do you say we do it are you in
4: yeah if i'm if i can wake up from it b i mean it's a frothy night of sports
3: Yeah, it really is. All right, everybody have a great day. Uncle Bo and James, they will steer the ship until noon. We will be back live tomorrow morning at 6 on a Friday edition for March Madness. We'll talk to you then, everyone. Have a good day. Morning juice right here on The Fan.
1: From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center.
5: This report is sponsored by CoinFlip. We do still have stop and go delays on I-71 northbound between Morse Road and State Route 161. Your left lane is blocked there because of water over the roadway. And there is an accident on Bright Road at Sawmill Road. CoinFlip is the world's leading Bitcoin ATM operator. CoinFlip makes buying Bitcoin so flippin' easy. Find your nearest CoinFlip ATM at coinflip.tech. Use promo code COINFLIP2021 for 15% off fees on your first transaction. I'm Heather Pasco, 97.1, the fan traffic.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish Sandwich all day.